We are back with a new installation of New Rory and Maul. Uh, I'm Maul. That's Rory. Oh, did we start? Yeah, was that the real started, intro? Man. Oh, my bad. What are you doing? I was what just getting doing? adjusted, and then I, he's making me nervous because he's standing up. I don't like when everyone's sitting down and one person stands up. You don't like that? It just makes me nervous. I feel you. Yeah, the police usually do that when they knock at your door. I mean, don't do the, the jail post. That but doesn't make me feel any better. Down. You look like an undercover cop. <clears throat> You definitely dress like on <laughs> Well, all due respect. Your family, okay. It's opened already. Yeah. I'm sure the people... That's a federal uh, That's a federal crime, opening someone's mail. It is. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, I'm a cop, so. For yeah. everybody that's on it's our audio the... adventure instead yeah, this... of our video adventure, Rory yes, is Yes, this is currently... Rory opening a, a, a late uh, Christmas gift, I mean, birthday, birthday gift <laughs> from one of his uh, beloved fans. This is an all-ages show. Why does this say, and a nude? Well, just look at the other stuff first. <laughs> Let me, well, give me the nude. I'll, I'll, let me let me make sure it's not uh, anthrax in the uh, envelope. But the nude well, is for Rory. Does that because I don't want to pass nudes because that's not that's not. Is pee. it a real nude? I don't, we don't know. know. I have to look at it. Well, we all don't. due respect, any woman sending actually, you there's a nude something behind it too. In the mail, I, nude, I think that's kind of fly. A nude picture, like a real picture. I think that's fly. It might be oh, a that's... nude painting, like a, a painting of a nude, like a right. nude strip. That would be funny. What does it no, say? That would be so. Describe okay. in detail what you're looking at. Rory. It says on the back, "Told you I deliver you some hoes for your birthday. Enjoy." Mm. With this smiley face, tongue out. That's real. First of all, I don't know who this is. So you telling me that you were going to deliver me the hoes? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> no, no one ever it, told me that. Now you got to look in the box. There might be a hoe in there somewhere. Well, as my mom said, you always have to read the card first. It's yes. rude to just open the present. That's very rude. I had home training. It's 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 it says a lot. They they thought about the gift. She they didn't put, put her some... name on the box. Yeah, yeah it's Rachel. Rachel. Her name okay. is Rachel. Yeah. Here's hoping. <laughs> oh, I get it. Hoping. Hoping. But she spelled it with like a ho. Hoping. Same. Uh, you have a happy, horrific birthday. Hey. Well, it passed already and it wasn't horrific. Yes. So I think it came there, there were actually no hoes around. No. Not a, not a no, hoe no, no. in sight. No. We had fun though. Well, there might be one in here. We got to keep going through the box. Well, she got me a hose. Like an actual hose? Uh, like get it? The hose. Uh, the hose. Oh. Here's the thing. I have a hose, but my new spot doesn't. I need like a hose thing. You always need for my roof. Hose. But I mean, yeah. Here's the hose. I get it. You got the hose. Did you see that she circled hose on the thing? Is is this a gardening a tool that's, referred that's to hoe. as a hoe? Yeah, yes. yeah. That's a hoe. Well, I can use this because I have plants. You keep that in the car in case somebody gets a little lippy in traffic. Lippy. <laughs> <laughs> I do have something in the car for people yeah, that get a little you. lippy. You got to keep something in the car when it's they get a little lippy. Sight. Like when you yeah. get in my car, you can see Yeah, it. when they get a little lippy at the red light, it's like, yeah, you just hold that easy, up. Easy reach. Yeah, just hold that up at the window. Like, listen, pal. I mean, I appreciate the, the comedy. I mean, she didn't have to go all the way to, to Lowe's to get this, but. <laughs> that's the, now that's the funnier part. I, I do appreciate it. <laughs> she sent you a hoe and a hoe. She circled hoes on yeah. every part. That's creative, though. That's a lot. I, I mean, like is that. it demonic? And he, I mean, he, just, he did just buy a house, so I feel like that is stuff that he could use. The hoe like I could that. really use. Yeah. The rake and a hoe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a piece of fertile ground? Yeah. That's a song in elementary school. You had to be there in the 90s. Is this her? Yes, that's her. Oh, shit. This is a real nude. <laughs> That's a real nude. A fire one, though. Very tasteful and artsy. Like, was this professionally done? I guess so. Who took the picture? Someone took the self timer. I oh, see, it says something. I in the found back. that out. I was it always says wondering. On the back. I was one of those insecure guys that would be like, "She's not taking those photos by herself on vacation." Yeah. No, they are. 
I didn't know that. They have, tripo- they have tripods yeah. and timers. Oh, man. They have tripods no with the light now on it. It's all kind of shit going on. I just on. assumed they had a boyfriend. I saw something where they have an actual uh, drone. Those are natural? No. I don't know. Some quality titties. <laughs> Some quality. Can you look on the read, back, read the of, back the of the picture of the, she wrote? She signed it for She put an autograph on the titties. Oh, so you guys have seen this nude? No. You, guys no, have you literally just pulled it, it out. And oh. we, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> oh, it just says happy belated. Oh, oh okay. Oh, so she knew it was she said the new and it just put happy belated birthday on the back of it. I thought that was going to be the real poem. No, her titties are the poem. Okay, titties are the poem. Okay, well, thank so you. So shout out to Rachel, Rachel with the for the nice titties. Uh, well, n- don't nice say titty her name. Nice titty Rachel. Nice titty Rachel. Let's call nice titty Rachel. Nice titty Rachel. I appreciate that. I did not receive any birthday nudes, so that does make me feel. Like somebody cares. That's the only new like real birthday? life picture. Yeah. Too. Oh, we got it. We got it. We got to up this shit. We got it. But I didn't like we ask. Up this I didn't shit. ask anyone oh, for birthday news. Huh? I didn't ask. You do, you're not supposed, you're supposed, to supposed to ask. I get news for my birthday. You're but I don't to have just a... like you supposed once they know it's your born. You supposed to just wake up with the titties in your face. But y'all got it like that. I don't have it like that. Nah, you got it. You like clearly that. do. You clearly got it like that. She sent you a hose. USPS. It was priority mail too. It was Ooh, she wanted them titties to get to you o- ASAP. Overnighted the titties? Yeah, she definitely overnighted the twat. <laughs> the twat is not in this photo, by the way. Oh, she didn't show the twat? No, she has her legs twat. Maul, please stop. Oh, wait, oh it was a tasteful one. She gave you a classic. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's black and white. Black and white nudes are the best. I don't know if anybody knows that. Black and white pictures are great, but black wait. and white nudes? Oh, God. Hold on. I just peep. Because I didn't want y'all to see it because I don't know if that's... that's you shouldn't do that. With women's nudes that are intended for one person, right. shouldn't show them because that's corny. Well, I opened it. She's, I knew it was a nude. Well, you're a woman. Um, <laughs> she's at a typewriter. This is like the classiest nude. What, what, wait, what do you mean? I thought that she's was at a like mixer. a real typewriter. That's a typewriter. Oh, so that means she's a uh, she's a fucking psycho. She what? took each letter from the newspaper and pieced yeah, yeah, it together. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is gonna be a ransom note eventually. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna kidnap exactly. me when I find her on IG. Like, hey, let's link. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's <laughs> see uh-huh. where this is going. I like. Oh, that was nice. Well, there you go. Now you guys can introduce yourselves or who you are. Welcome to another... I'm Mr. Rachel. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another edition of the new Rory and Maul show. I am all. That's Rory. Uh, that's Rory. This is Rory. That's so Rory. Uh, that's not, no. That's, that's really not. funny. That's, that's so, so Rory. That's the bitches I can see. <laughs> Did you just remix the so That's emotional so Rory? I'm, 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 I'm trying to welcome people yeah. to the show and I'm pretty sure we're scaring them off. So let's... <laughs> Let's try that again. Welcome to a new episode of New Rory Mall. I am all. This is Rory. That's so Raven is just a perfect example of women manifesting all the bad things in their life. <laughs> <laughs> women love a good you manifest and see where it gets them every time. Right, it's a it's a new thing going on um, that I'm seeing a lot of the women talk about now. It's called the soft life. They're okay. manifesting a soft life for themselves. They've had too much hard dick. Too much, too much hard times. <laughs> too much, too much rough times. They're, they're trying to, the ladies are trying to get past the rough times. They're trying to get more into a softer world, a softer zone where it's uh, peace, it's uh, love, it's, you know, whatever they deem to be quality of life. Do you really want me to explain the soft life to you? Because What if, that, what if they're the hard off? time? That's what it is, right? It's, it's peace. It's about peace of mind. It's about happiness. It's a little, a little bit more than that. It's, it's about, about like, We don't want to do the labor anymore. Taking care of their mind, body, and, and soul. We don't want to do the labor anymore. We don't want to work what? super hard. We don't want to work hard. All you've been doing is asking we want to for be our taking money. Care, we want to be Has taken that been care that of. Rough? <laughs> we want to be taken care of. We want nannies. We want fucking maids. We want Pilates and brunch. 
Wait, and uh, hold on. We don't want to split bills. That is what the soft life is. We're taking our time. We're breathing. We're not running around. Yo, the hoes gonna always the- find a way to just like give a new word for like just slanging pussy. Like, look, Monster I was gonna say soft, like so, soft life is another word for lazy hoe. Yeah, that's just like it's like no, go out there, shake that ass, get that money. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and provide for yourself. But hold on, might as well. Did you see how? Tamaris worded that we no longer want to do these things like they've done those things. Before. Yeah, like no. What is this reparations for your mother and grandmother? Yeah, like, you didn't what do are you that talking about? Y'all just got here twenty years ago. Like, what are y'all talking about? What hard life have women had? Like, honestly, like a lot of these young women that are like twenty seven. What hard life did they have? More. Some of them, half of them, don't have kids. Half of them don't know what it is to get the kids up, get them to school, prepare lunch, pick them up from school, drop them off to basketball practice, soccer practice. Like with two jobs. Yeah. So what is the hard life? Are you tired of like not being able to keep a relationship? No, it has nothing to do with men. It has nothing to do with that. Okay, then it's, who's going to do like all it, has, it sounds like it has everything to do yeah, with literally the entire. Who's going who's to fund just, this soft it has, life? It has a lot. It has a lot to do with. We live in a capitalistic, a capitalist society, and you know some there's so, yeah. Whenever they start talking about capitalism, you yeah. know what's happening. Because no, we work. Re- First of all, humans. Period. Work really, 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 really hard. We work to not all humans. Not all everything. Humans. Many some of motherfuckers us. is lazy fucks. Okay. We know some. But most people yeah. are busting their ass. Sure. And so women who are like, I want the soft life. It's like, I don't want to be rushing to work and then working super hard and then rushing home and trying to make dinner and trying to do all these things. And like, it's just take, I'm taking the time. I'm taking the breaths and I'm just enjoying taking life. Breath. Okay. Or you're breathing. Okay. So, right. you know <laughs> okay. What? They want to breathe. Let's, let's breathe. Even go. Let's even go with it. I agree. That can get rough. Who is going to do Society needs to continue you know, on. Man, who is supposed to fill those roles then? Of sus- plenty of So wait, hold on. We're supposed to provide society. all the bread, then take care of the kids, then do the, like what do you do? No, that's not. <laughs> no, that's not what no, they're what saying. What you're saying is women want to, to do nothing. Exactly. And get like, rewarded. No, they want to have, have a nanny true. to take care of the kids, take care of the house. They want to have a mm. housekeeper. They don't want to clean. There's plenty of other nations. They want to go to Pilates run. and go get a, a frap, a latte. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of other nations that run. Nations. When they start talking about capitalism and nations, go ahead. <laughs> we have a long ass work day. Our work day does not what? need to be this long. Our, it's our, our just work, for women, put, though. No, men should stay with the for, work. It's not just for women, it's for people, period. Y'all don't. Okay. So men can have a soft Wait, we could be in a soft life. So men can have soft life. But y'all don't want a fucking soft life. Rory, you, out of all people, you, maybe Maul, you do not want a soft life. You I hate agree. a soft life. But what, is, but, so what does a soft life look, for, look like for a man? People? What does a soft life look like for a man? You live a pretty soft life, Maul. Okay, but what does it look like, though? It looks like you come here, you record, you go visit your friends, you have dinner, you go home, you smoke your weed, you sit, kick your feet up, juice. You are living a soft life. Yeah, but I also have been doing this shit twice a week, sometimes three times a week, every week for six years. Okay. But you make room in your life to make sure that you're not working yourself to exhaustion, right? Okay, yeah, but okay. I, I worked myself to that place, though. Yeah, right. it took time it to, was a hard to be life. able to have the soft life. It was life. a hard it, life it before rewarded. the soft life, yeah. But I'm just saying, a lot of these women that I see are saying this are young, 23, 24, 25. It's like, you just started. You just finished high school six years ago. You should either be just finishing college or still studying. Like, so what hard life? You don't want to go to school? You don't want to study? You don't want to... Work a uh, nine to five, like what hard life? And, and even about, if you're still figuring about, that shit out, that's cool. But don't your solution shouldn't be I don't want to do anything and have everything given. But to that's me. not what the soft life is about. It's not well, about how you not get the nanny. It's just about not working. Uh, <laughs> it's it's every about day. not working yourself to exhaustion. Okay, all right. Living no, I can in your, understand living that. in your feminine, feminine energy, not always being masculine, and all like yeah, just you know why women are full of shit because they want that right for for all women. What about the nanny? She can't have the soft life. No. Take care of my kids. 
clean my house. It's so a you get. It's not for all women. It's, it's just for oh, you. it's a partnership with the girl and the nanny and the, and the housekeeper. Yes. So what happens when the nanny wants hey, to live hey, a soft life? Women are good, bro. What they're I tell the great, you, women, the women will find a way to say these, come up with these phrases and make men feel like shit because it's like, well, why do I even have a but hard life to begin with? why are you internalizing that when it has nothing to do with you? No, no, I'm not saying it has anything to do I with me. I just want to know saying, who's going to do the stuff that you don't want to do anymore. That's what I'm saying. Well, the nanny, if all the women are doing it. Yeah, the nanny, the housekeeper, and... So a male nanny. Uh, No, well, no. I don't think there are male nannies. There I've are never male seen, there there Are there? Yes. For sure. Really? Yeah, but manies. I'm saying if all women deserve Excuse a soft me? life, Manny's. No, I grew up with Manny. He's he doesn't take care of kids. Manny was a plug. My yeah. cousin. He takes care of other Manuel? kids. Manuel. Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel ain't taking care of his kids. He damn sure ain't coming Yo, to take care of yours. All right, you know what? I'm so just how, saying. how is the soft life? I, you guys were just telling me about this. Is this on Instagram? Is this a oh, hashtag? Is I've been a, seeing it for months. I haven't seen it at all. Like like a lot of women, they they put you know when they go on a vacation. They get, you know, they get videos of the water crashing into the shore and then they post, you know, the soft life is what I'm manifesting for myself. Mm-hmm. I no longer want to be, you know, stressed. I no longer want to be in toxic relationships, which I can understand. I can understand oh, yeah, I get all that. being done with all of those types of things. But, you know, I just don't the, the whole, you know, not uh working hard. I think you should. Oh, even even if you are are in a position where. You have a partner, you have a husband or, you know, uh, somebody that makes a great living for themselves and they take care of you. They want it done. I feel like as a woman, you should always want something to do every day for yourself and build like work hard, even if it's a start a business or, you know, start some type of of company, charity, organization, whatever. Just something to give back to do something because you don't. It sounds good being able to just wake up every day, not do nothing, relax. That sounds gets, boring to me. That gets a, that gets boring. Doesn't quick. sound very fulfilling. Yeah, like you're gonna For want a month. Purpose. It's probably cool, right? You're gonna want a purpose. You're gonna want to wake up every day and look forward to doing something and seeing something come to fruition that you've actually built. So I mean, it's good for your mental health. It just keeps you looking forward to do something. But I do understand that people don't want to work hard every day and they don't want to. We none of us do. No, nobody wants to get up every day and have to go do something that number one they dread doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that humans are here them. to do that to begin yeah, with. So like I get that. I understand that part. Um, but you should always be working at something and doing something. I think you just need to figure out what your passions are and not work hard. Work smart. Yeah, like I know you don't want to work hard. But why do you work feel well, well oil do you machines feel like don't grind? You should always be working towards something. Why do you think it's not okay for you to just exist for a little while? Just because that's working. No, you always working towards something. Yeah, it doesn't but, have to be a labor or something yeah, with no, your career. Just, just something, just something that keeps your mind moving and, and your mind, you know, uh, uh, building your strength mentally and 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 just because it makes you feel good when you accomplish something when you when you start the task of course and you end it it's just it's just a feeling that you get like you you completed something you accomplished yeah. something so I think every day you should want to accomplish something and work towards something bigger than just yourself and rest rest is still working yeah if the rest has a purpose for something yeah, else it's like you're <laughs> resting because you were working yeah you that's were, why team no sleep was the dumbest movement ever like no you, no, need, you sleep. need sleep and rest Absolutely. and that's part of working but i do wish for a soft life for every woman that may be having a hard life let me say that i do wish that you know a lot of women have more time for themselves to relax and just enjoy life a little more. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm having fun with the whole soft life yeah. thing. But I do. I know a lot of women that work hard that are single mothers oh, sure. that have you know a lot of uh, shit on their plate every single day. So for women like that, absolutely. Why I you gotta be a single mom to work hard for you to respect the the hustle? Well, because single mothers are. They, I mean, if you don't have kids, 
and you're working hard, that's because you, you just have a job or something like that. But when you have, imagine having a job and then having kids on top of that. Like if you have oh, no okay. kids. I, no, I couldn't imagine. That's why I don't have any. This is what I'm saying. So I, so those women in particular, yeah. So those women in particular, the single moms that are take, raising kids, Oh, soft life, please, for them. And like I said, for all women, I, anybody that wishes and manifesting for a soft life, I hope that you uh, achieve that. Well, I'm manifesting for my soft life. I want to move to D.C. and commute to work. Is that okay with you guys? I figure That doesn't I... sound like a soft life. What's in D.C.? Yeah. I, well, I love D.C. I would love there if my whole life was not Chocolate place, City. She, chocolate Damaris City, chocolate to... titties. <laughs> I love it. Because Damaris wants the brunch and they have the best brunches. <laughs> well, Damaris then went down there on U Street and found her uh, African that said he's going to, you mm. know, change her life, put on a jet tomorrow, and that's African what she sees engineer. for But don't, don't huh? fall into African that engineer. trap that people in their 20s do. African who? They visit, they visit engineer? one city. An African engineer. Engineer. You know what Africans love to but say they engineer. I've, I've been saying since I was a kid that I, I have a lot of family in the Maryland, D.C. area, and I always wanted to raise my, my kids there because there's just it has the highest concentration of black millionaires. And it's just like there's black people everywhere. It's a beautiful area. And it's gorgeous. You know what else is in D.C.? What? Heroin. Mm-hmm. There's Biden. heroin here. Yeah, Biden, <laughs> Kamala, you're running amok. <laughs> Have you seen what they're doing? Cra- well, they're, they're walking amok because yeah. he's very, he's old. Yeah, like they're fucking <laughs> tearing this country to shit. Yeah. Have you he's seen wheelchairing amok? Yeah. Have you seen Kamala and, and Joey? What they're doing? Oh God, Joey. they're uh, there. Uh, what else is in DC? Uh, one of the highest crime rates, probably the last. At the one top, one of the highest um, homeless rate. Um, one of the highest homeless. Is rates. it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, DC homes people they sleep like at the Mambo crossroads. Sauce. That's there. Oh, Mambo Sauce is definitely there. So that's a, that's a plus. Um, but I like DC. I always DC has always been one of my favorite cities. I love the townhouses. I love the way it looks. Like I can see myself with like. A oh, you 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 went to Georgetown. Houses. See, oh, yeah, she was yeah, in, yeah. you was in Georgetown. You hmm. wasn't you wasn't in DC. You drove through Georgetown. You was like, oh, this is oh, yeah. Reform, it looked like the Northwest. Huxtables. It looked like the Huxtables live over here. Yeah, that, yeah. You was, go to Southeast. Yeah, I know we use that by the waterfront, the wharf. What do they call that down there? The, the wharf. The wharf. Use <laughs> the wharf and all of that. I know where you was. No, go to DC. DC. Go a little deeper in the city. DC is the best city that I think in the United States that hides the hood. Oh, yeah. They hide they the hood to. better than anyone. Yeah, they have to. Like, even, you know, when you go to other cities, usually by the airport, the hood mm-hmm. is over there. Mm-hmm. So, like, you kind of, no matter what, have to see the hood. Yeah. DC's airport's, like, on the water. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the Pentagon. Beautiful. And as soon as you leave the airport, it's the, the White House is right there on your left. Yeah. The National Monument is right there. The, the Great Lawn. What do they call it? The Great Lawn. So many the lawn times. lawn is there. Well, great manicured to, you know, the, every blade of grass is even mm-hmm. all year round. I've taken the wrong left in downtown Atlanta and been like, well, I'm in the hood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel Same like thing DC, in DC though. DC, you have to, I feel like intentionally go there. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's a, it's a, but DC, once you in it, it's hard to get out of yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> DC is like, once you driving straight for too long. Yeah. You got to make a couple turns. Mm-hmm. If you drive straight for too long, you're going to start to see some shit. That's just how D.C. is designed. The roundabouts are the weirdest shit ever. I hate the roundabouts in D.C. Mm. It's like make a right at the second roundabout. It's like, all right, it's five yeah. roundabouts in front of me. Where am I going? <laughs> well, I mean, it's designed like the Masonic symbol, but that's neither here nor there. Um, oh, Ooh, another conspiracy was, episode? No, no, no. That's next week. Just look at the map. No, I get it. It's a Mason no, I'm, with you, I'm with you. I get it. There's no reason for a city to be shaped that way. <laughs> Listen, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Um, but yeah, DC. I love DC, uh, Damaris. So DC y'all is, will let me commute? I mean, it's up to you. If you feel like that's something so, you want to do, yeah. But see, here's another time. thing with DC and New York. It's one of those that you don't realize how far it is until you do the drive. You go, I forgot how fucking far DC is. Yeah. Because when you're in New York, it's like, let me just shoot over to DC. Mm-hmm. It's not Philly. It's, and it's it's farther. It can when take you, you five, six to, hours. Yeah, when you have to be in the city for something, mm-hmm. you start to feel it. Like especially if you're driving from DC, that turnpike, running yeah. the traffic. You get to Maryland, 
you get to Baltimore and you're like, all right, I'm almost there. It's like, oh wait, this is another hour after no, this. Yeah. And then the turnpike. It's deceiving. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you feel like you could do that commute, absolutely. DC is I like I love DC. I'm all jokes aside. <laughs> One of my favorite cities. Just don't be one of those people in their twenties that goes to a city a few weekends and is like, "I need to move here." Mm. It's like, nah, you just saw you saw weekend DC. Yeah, you ain't seen Monday through Thursday DC. Yeah, it gets a little, but you have family there, so I'm pretty yeah. sure you're good as long as you have. I think moving to cities where you already have some type of base and foundation of your people there, it helps. I think that helps, and you'll figure it out from there because then now you know where to go for certain things. So you know, nice things and like quiet. That. Like my best friend lives in the sticks. It was like nice and quiet. It was like country, but not country. Yeah, like if you yeah, if you can live like, like that in DC in those areas, oh, beautiful. PG County is great. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. that's where I was. At. Food is PG great. County. Yeah, beautiful. But, but like, don't remember, go don't go too that way because it's them niggas is there. Like remember when South oh, by started outside. to hit and huh? everyone's like. Remember when South by hit and I was like, yo, I think I think I'm gonna make that move to Austin. Yeah. It's like, don't, no, you saw Sixth Street during South yeah. by. Yeah, <laughs> Austin is beautiful though. It's great. I love Austin. It. Is a beautiful. I actually would. But I, I like love to visit to live it. in Austin. I, I would love know. to live there. I like it. It's a techie city. You got your nightlife. You got your people. You got your culture. You got your arts. Again, arts I, district and all of that. I think I could do that with so many cities for like a month. That's really. I don't know if it's fear or comfortable comfortability with New York that I'm just like I know for a fact. I could be here forever and be okay. Oh, like there's know. months that I hate New York. There's months I love New York. There's, yeah, I feel like if I go to Miami, I would love it for a month. And well, then I would no life, longer want to be there. The soft life for men, Rory, would be for us to have Houston homes oh. and condos in different <laughs> cities and states that we mm-hmm. can just spend two months here and go and spend two months there. Well, instead of working for all those condos and other places i'm just gonna go by the beach manifest. and i'm gonna manifest it yeah and then that condo i'm gonna put gonna all of my wishes in like a bottle i've always wanted to do this i'm gonna put all my wishes in a bottle and throw them out to the sea and just wait for the universe to return what i asked for and i just in an abundance i feel like even though i've contributed nothing to society i feel like i, I deserve, deserve i deserve a soft life yeah yeah God damn it. Make soft life equal for men, too. It's not just a woman thing. It's for men, too. Yeah. Masculine, heterosexual men deserve a soft life as well as I just, I just want to live feminine in my masculinity. I just want to live in it. You want... <laughs> You want to live in your masculinity? That's not, that you actually sounds like creepy. Your <laughs> that actually sounds like a charge. And dress your feminine side because we all have one. Every I human address my feminine side all the time. What's your feminine side? Yeah, I was going to say, what is your feminine side? Uh, the closest I've gotten to addressing my feminine side is is, is skincare. Like, oh, I just, sure. is that feminine though? No, that's just hygiene. By yeah. yeah, but I think it's I think term. it's I think it's being more in that's touch true. with your feminine side though. Like, yeah, and skincare I wouldn't put directly into hygiene. Like, a dude could shower constantly and be a clean guy, but isn't into skincare. Yeah, he just throws lotion on his face. Manicure, and walks out pedicure. That's like being in touch, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been manifesting this soft life for. Men, for, I've been trying to lead this brigade, Rory. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, I've been met with like nothing but restraint and men thinking I'm gay because I get a manicure. And I'm just like... Me too, Mo. What the fuck? I'm trying to give men a soft... We deserve a soft life, God damn it. You know what's so toxic about women? Mm. And them wanting us to embrace our feminine side? Mm. Anytime I've like talked skincare with a girl or like she'll be at the house and see my skincare routine Regiment. or all the stuff I have in my medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. They're like... Oh, you must fuck mad bitches to know all this. Oh I'm my like, god! Yeah. Or like, yo, what, yo, what girl taught you this? Yeah. I'm like, wait, why can't so I? So, what girl taught you it? Google. Everyone has YouTube. You IG. can also go to Sephora and talk to a specialist, a, a woman, <laughs> or help you. You can also go to your dermatologist. Yeah. Mm. Look, up. my dermatologist is a man. I wish a soft life for Rory and his skin. Yeah. 
A. Because it men ages. should not have alligator skin. We should have soft skin. We should fucking exfoliate just like women do. Mm-hmm. We should moisturize. We should tone. You know what I mean? Like we we can. Do you guys I, get right. waxed? The only thing that should Excuse be harder than this. Where would I get waxed? No. You look like you have a hairy back, Rory. I don't at all, actually. Really? That's sick. not even. That's close. sick to look at Rory and say you look like you have a hairy back. Rory I don't at all. <laughs> a hairy back? Nah, man. Come on, you can't say that about my guy. No, uh, luckily I don't, because I I would probably feel insecure about a hairy ass back. I can't. Um, okay. I don't. I've never gotten Damn. waxed. I now a friend of mine, she tested it on like my arm just to show me how like painful it was. Mm-hmm. I from that day forward, I salute any woman. Oh, your that arm. Gets a wax. Yeah, imagine putting it on your balls and see nah, that. Yeah. Did y'all ever? Why, y'all why would, would I ever get sugared? Huh? Sugared? I know a girl that gets. Is that sugared. less painful? No, it's more painful. Yes, it's but it takes painful. out more hair though. It's, it's I'm like, not a super hairy guy though. Like I don't. I got the little manscape clippers. Yeah, well, like a know? nice Brazilian for you. I don't need. A, I'm not. I'm, I'm, when I go to Brazil, I'll, I'll get a Brazilian woman, but I'm not getting a Brazilian wax. I'm cool. And I, I clean it up. That, but going bald, like, yeah, no. It makes your Johnson look bigger. I'm high with my hair, bro. I don't need to look like a fucking porn star or a little boy. Yeah. Listen, man. That's just so crazy that Damaris said that, though. We just let that one fly. Johnson, I, no, I didn't, I didn't want to address Johnson it. look bigger. Didn't even want to address it. <laughs> Yo, you know how crazy that is? <laughs> Yo, speaking of, of feminine, embracing my femininity. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I went to go take a bath, right? Yeah, with lavender. embracing your feminine side. Yeah. Washing candles. your ass. Well, you know, I I did the whole thing, right? You like candles when you take a when you Absolutely. Take a bath? Hell yeah. Okay. Like what's that? Um, I put the Epsom salt, lavender Epsom mm. salt in there. Mm. Dr. Teals? Dr. Teals. Of course. Come Gotta on. get the Dr. Teals. It's me. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I forgot um, who I was talking to. My bad. Had my little bath bomb from Lush and, you know, some bubble bath, right? Just really getting to know yourself. And I look over on the side of my, my soap tub and it's like this fucking dark ass like chunks up against the wall and on the floor like spread out who shit in your who shit in your floor i'm saying basically, like, like it had length, to be basically. length like this and then i see at the end there's a body wash uh container mm-hmm. tipped over and all the soap had run from oh, besides wow. right oh, and then i started man. thinking who was the last person to I use my soap swear tub swear to god it wasn't me you put he didn't say it was you. Me. He just asked. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying it's Tamaris. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was not me. Tamaris. You were the me. last one. You took a Tamaris. video of the evidence. You see how he? Now, mind you, I, I, I took just, a picture. I spoke to Rory all weekend. You think he mentioned this at all? He wasted week. He just noticed. I just noticed it yesterday. Yeah. See, because you know you don't really notice things in your bathroom until you're like laying in your tub and you can look around and right. shit. Like, it wasn't me. This doesn't do it justice, Maul. But like, it was all the way on the back. Just nasty. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. And it all, all fucking dried up see. and oh, clunky. Yeah. Why, bro? You gotta pour, I you don't gotta... see. I don't use this. That's body wash that was from your guest bathroom. Oh, shit. That was me. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't knock it over on purpose. For, okay. for days, it's that. You know, for days. That was your birthday. It was a month ago. But he just wished you oh, a I soft you life. Used... Okay, well that oh. shit has been sitting there. Oh yeah, no, Damn. I haven't. I haven't. I didn't. I didn't know when I when I dog sat. I didn't. I didn't because go to the bathroom. Damaris uses my guest bathroom and I keep soap in there, obviously for guests. Yeah, yeah that was definitely. And it me. doesn't leave the guest bathroom. Mm-hmm. Somehow it ended up in my master bathroom. Oh yeah, next no. to the tub spilled everywhere. Bathroom. That yeah. was when I no. That was that was from. Your Am I allowed birthday? to say mas- master bathroom? What do they call it? You shouldn't use the word master. <laughs> owners. Owners. The bathroom? biggest bedroom. <laughs> owners is crazy. Too. Owners quarters. They say quarters. the master bedroom and the master bathroom. They don't know. They don't say it no more. I they just feel like master like, and quarters like, shouldn't uh, come out of my mouth. Like like real <laughs> realtors don't. They don't really say that no more. What really? Nah, they don't. Master? 
listen, we live in a crazy world. A lot of things are just not politically correct anymore. Well, I mean, it does have a racist history, so. Of course, I get it. I understand, but I mean, I don't. So the owner's quarters? Owner's quarters. Uh, I, that that almost sounds, sounds worse. Too, sounds actually. worse. Owner's quarters? That's kind of like when I found out the correct term is little people. I felt like that was more demeaning dwarf, and I didn't yeah. want to use it. Dwarf, dwarf feels is, worse too. Yeah, dwarf like, is way worse than me. Dwarf sounds like a fucking D- Disney on ice collection. You can't, why why can't they just the be a person? You can't do that. <laughs> well, I don't want to call them a little person either. Yeah, I, I feel like that's demeaning. Dwarf. Just what do you person. call them? Whatever uh, their name whatever, is. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was about to say, what's his name? What's her fuck? name? Yeah, like Anne. I don't know what her name is. Like, Well, if you Anne. say no, he can't ride that ride because he's a... Uh, He's too short for the He's ride. He's too short for He's the ride. He's too short for the ride. He doesn't meet the height requirement. Yeah. I was, uh, I worked He on might a... slip out of the fucking harness, like, save his life. Yeah, I get it. I worked uh, <laughs> on a terrible reality show, which I've talked about a few times, um, with Derek Carr, the comedian. Okay. And one time we were shooting in Washington Square Park, and we had, I'm going to use the correct term, even though I don't like it, we had little people were part of the sketches we were doing that day. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't progressive to quite progressive times yet. Mm-hmm. So everyone really didn't know what the proper term was. We just knew we could not use the word midget. So on the radio constantly, they were saying, does anyone have eyes on our special guests? <laughs> That's worse. I was like, why? Guys, I don't think them. this is the right way either. Yeah. <laughs> Keep eyes on Can the we get guests. the special guests over here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's so, because you don't want to offend nobody. So you, it, it gets awkward because you don't know what to say. They were the only guests there. Yeah, that's... They were the only so guests we had on set. About so... Where are our Remove guests? Remove this special. Where are our guests? Does anybody have eyes on our guests? Also, it was only three of them, and we knew their names. Yeah. So now yeah, you got. Why did they just call first I, name I think sometimes we just make things awkward because yeah, overly woke people and they get like too nervous and become more offensive. I feel like they overthink it, and then they come across as someone that says, "Very special guest." Like, all right, you're being more you're condescending, and you don't realize yeah. it. Why don't you just talk on an equal level? Right. <laughs> Instead of trying to feel like this woke, I think they're above us. They're better than I us. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, soft life for men, soft life for women. Um shout I out just, to that so Raven. Shout out to that so Raven. I just love to see when uh, the women get behind a uh a, a new like excuse you know, not to do anything. Yeah, it's just like a whole new thing now to soft life. But I do like the idea of that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm with the soft life thing. Everybody should have a lot of time to relax and take care of themselves and just, you know, enjoy life. So I, I'm not mad at that. It's just it's just interesting how women are saying they want to acquire this. Sh- this acquire? Sh- yeah, they do. How they want to acquire this soft life. It's like they want to just manifest it. You know who doesn't give a fuck you know, Sometimes you got to put in work, too. You can manifest all you want. But sometimes you got to put in the work to acquire that soft life in, you know, the later years. You know who doesn't give a fuck about Soft life? Uh, the Bills. Con Edison? Yeah. Bills. <laughs> bills don't care how soft your life is, fam. You yeah. don't have this The loan I took out for my mortgage, if I'm like, hey, I've been going through some things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. we're bank, going the bank will be too. taking this as well. We're going through your files and uh, you owe us some money. So you Enjoy need to your sit soft in. life on the street. Yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. A very soft life on the street. You ain't got to worry about nothing <laughs> except for getting killed by your sleep. But um, damn. damn. Oh, yeah, you know it's crazy out here in New York. They be doing some wild shit to the homeless. It's, it's crazy. What is Raven Simone doing? Chilling, making TikToks, making TikToks. Money. Okay, Dancing. with her wife. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. She's a yeah. She's a stud now. Did we ever get into uh, like what happened? Oh, she's to like a on that real show? like. She's a stud. Yes. Okay. They want to look look into the creators of that show, of like all the cast, kind of having their moments of breakdowns. <sighs> I mean, Orlando yeah. Brown, which I I feel like I saw a, a recent interview where he seemed like he was 
great and coherent. Yeah, he's doing way was, better yeah, than yeah, like he seemed like he was back, doing good, yeah. which I like because I didn't like when when of course I laughed at the first clip like everyone else, but then everyone just started putting a camera on him and exploiting his mental breakdowns. I didn't like that shit. Why? Do, you know, I hate when they peop, they do people so bad in their wiki pa- uh, pages, like their first picture. Like that's a crazy picture of Lionel Brown. I mean, I, that might be on the set of That's So Raven. <sighs> um, Kyle Massey. I don't know what he's up to or last time outside of Corey in the house. I remember that. No. Yeah. Corey in the house was like a spinoff of that's so Raven. Do we feel like child stars are like, do we have enough evidence to say that child stars is a bad thing? I would uh, say so. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think like we have more than kids, enough evidence. Like, but, because you got to think about it. A lot of these kids are, you know, when they're young and they become, you know, they're the cute, adorable kids on TV, their work schedule becomes mm-hmm. not a soft life at all for these kids. Yeah. Um, you get results like Michael Jackson. I was just going to say that. Well, talent, but okay. you might get a fucked up individual. Yeah. So do, do we feel like, because even when I look at movies or shows and I see like an infant, a baby, just a little weird to have a baby on set. Yeah, you said it's like. Already. You know what I mean? Like it's like this baby's working. Like this is like you call it what you want. This you're getting an hourly pay. Yeah. And it's so it's kind of like we're the parents that just decided, you know what, take our newborn and let's just I was watching um that's so funny you brought that up. I was watching, I think it's called Candy on Hulu. Yes. Really good fucking mm-hmm. series. And that's I won- with uh I like her. What's that? Uh, Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. Jessica mm-hmm. So they're going into uh I won't give away too much, but it's to the child actor thing. They're going into the funeral for the woman that was murdered. And her daughter is walking in. And when I say this child actor gave a fucking Oscar winning cry down the fucking church aisle to the casket, I was like, Meryl, Meryl Streep who? This fucking six-year-old just bodied this cry. And then I started thinking, is that going to fuck that girl up eventually? Mm. To be able to have that young sponge mind to teach her, and I'm sure she has natural talent as well, but to be able to do that on cue with a brain that's still developing, at might six, fuck her up in the long run. Yeah, six years old, that's like, that's a little, you know, we don't look at it, What they're crying, and he's like, okay, cool, but like you said, that can be a traumatic thing. She was too good at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, man. I, you know, I, Well, somebody gotta do it. Well, I'm also, we have evidence that child stars end up a little fucked up. You know, we have yeah. even more evidence how fucking profitable they are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so twins? it's not gonna stop. Did you see all the Olsen twin movies there were? Yeah. That was crazy. And now they're, I mean, they're, I don't know what they're up to now, but they ain't look so well, they're making, they made, They've made a lot of money. They made a lot of money. But I think just socially, people become very awkward when they're child stars. Obviously, yeah. we have, we can pretty much, every one of the child stars that we know, um, it's just like, I don't know. I, I think we need to look more into that. Well, I mean, that was a big part of the King Richard uh, movie when all the tennis coaches were pissed that he was just like, would cancel practice. Like, Yo, we're going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to school. Yeah. Like, they're going to be kids. I'm not going to have them fucking cracked out like these other tennis players that turn pro at 16. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we got to, you know, because a lot of these things have just been kind of like the norm for years. It's been going on and, you know, parents have kids and they go, I'm going to put my daughter in modeling. I'm going to put her into acting. I'm going to put her beauty pageants. And that's, and that's you know, that beauty pageants. Well, we all, we talk, that's weird. Sick. That's whatever, the nastiest but, thing I've ever seen. You know, I, I understand that, you know, you feel like you have a kid and, you you know, you sometimes you see your kid. Like, we have relatives, we see our nieces, our nephews, our cousins, and we're like, yo, this kid has a lot of personality. Yeah. You could tell from a young age, a lot, some kids just have a lot of personality. But sometimes when a kid is just really good at something that young, 
I think the parents, you know, it's kind of like, well, while he has it or while she has it, let's keep pushing them and let's keep moving forward and let's keep sending them to, you know, to set, to act. And it's, and it's just like, but what about this kid being a kid, though? Mm. Like right now, this kid is working. Call it what you want. This is work for this kid. This kid has right. to be on set at a certain time. Yeah, this kid has game. a, uh, you know, if it's a young tennis player, he has to practice. He has to travel for for games, but exhibition they matches. Love it, though. They usually love it. Who loves it? The kids. They Almost they every child shit. star I met have said has said that yeah. as they were kids. How many child it. stars have you met? <laughs> oh, this is this is this is this is D dog. You don't know, baby. You know what? Let this me retract my statement. <laughs> Not that I've met, but that I've that they've come out and said that though that well, they love it. Well, that kids it's, because it's fun to them. Yeah, at that at, at a young age, it, it I can see how kids. It's like you know they. It's a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, it's like you you know you're acting. You know, like I said, a lot of these kids have a lot of personality. They 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 belong on a stage. You can just tell with certain kids like this kid just has it. But I think you as parents, it's very important to keep a balance. Yeah. Of like, yo, listen, we're not doing none of this for a while. We're going to go to school. We're going to, you know, travel. We're going to be around family, kids, friends, you know, whatever. Just to keep it kind of a balance of life and work. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to work and love something and be passionate. But like you said, soft life. Like, enjoy it. You know, enjoy just being able to just be around people and travel and experience the world and see different cultures and things like that. Because, you know, you get caught up in this world of just performing, performing, performing or you know, being an athlete and just, you know, working out, training and then, you know, playing your sport. It's like you don't even get to uh, you don't even get a time to really process. Everything yeah, you don't you don't even you. you lose and you lose sight of who you are as a person. Right. Now you become who they can, want can, you to be. I can speak from experience. And I think my mother balanced it well with me and my uh, child fame. I've, I try to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Um, this one time I modeled. Uh, it was, it's like an L.L. Bean. Mm-hmm. And like I was in one of the photos and like. It caused a lot of pandemonium in my life and I got I'm recognized sorry, right? in the street. It was I'm, just, I'm just glad you got but my mom it. was really good about it. Yeah. Right. Now, now that I think about it, that might've been child slave labor because yeah. I did a whole, my mom knew somebody Yeah. for whatever magazine did a whole it was, campaign? And they needed, no, it was just one picture. Okay. Um, <laughs> the actual real model that was modeling the clothes, it was like moms on the go for like sports. Like you can wear this to the uh, basketball game. Yeah. So they, they dressed me up in like a little league outfit. And she was like picking me up in her like Ann Taylor loft suit. Uh-huh. Um, Do we have a picture of this? Yeah, can I, can, oh, I can 100% oh, find yes, the photo. Yeah, 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 we need we, to find we, this photo. Without Let's question. See if we can get no, this no, photo. no, it's in my mother's house. She actually has it framed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, can get, definitely yeah, get this oh, photo. Get I'll ask her on the way out if she'll yeah. cool. take a photo of it. Thank you. Um, but now in retrospect, now that I know about like union laws and yeah, and I've been on sets, it was about an eight hour day and I got paid with two movie tickets. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man, they got oh, you for they cheap. They got you. Yeah. They got or, you for cheap. Or they paid me and my mom never let me see that money. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's definitely what Probably happened. Probably both. Yeah, that's definitely what happened. Probably both. Nah, they might have said exposure. Well, well <laughs> what I, I got paid with an exposure. Parents, exposure. I, and I get it. You know, parents, they just want to put their kids in something and keep them active and keep them busy and, you know, set them up for a soft life, mm. if you will. But, um, yeah, you got to be careful, man, because a lot of these child stars, you look at them when they get older, it's just always some shit. Of course. DUI and you know depression and drug addict and it's like yo this was like a really sweet kid at one point like what happened I mean you gave them money attention fame a lifestyle and career path that's already fucked up as is and then you say figure it out 13 year old you'll be fine but does it happen when like they lose that fame you think that's when the spiral no. happens when they're not as in demand as they were as a child I think that's a lot of people it. don't know how to handle that like damn as a kid I was fucking working 
you know, all the time. Now as an adult, I can't get casted for anything. Naturally, I think that heightens it, but they're exposed to it at the height of their success. Like Lindsay Lohan, let me tell you, when she was a kid, she was up at parties with people was doing coke and shit when she yeah. was 13, 14. Like she's exposed to those mistaken. habits at that time. And obviously those habits, when things are going fucked up, get even worse. Mm. So yeah, you're around, you're in Hollywood. It's That's fucking a, a devil worshiping place. That's a shit of that course freaks me out about like Nickelodeon and Disney stars. Like I feel like they really are always having eyes on them no matter what. Like Raven. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace. Um, Lee Thompson, uh, famous Jed Jackson. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Even even had a great career after his childhood mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm of course I'm not gonna just automatically say it had to do with him being a child star, but obviously he had some mental issues, and I just don't think child fame mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of helped him in uh, dealing with those things, and right. unfortunately killed himself. Yeah, that was. And you know it's funny. I saw him maybe like six months before that at um with Diana's dad on uh. 23rd. Is that Chelsea? Chelsea Diner? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at Chelsea Diner on 23rd. She's like, maybe like six months before that happened. And then they got the news that he committed suicide. That was like, damn. Yeah, that's wild. And I mean, I think he tried to do like the normal life too. He went to USC. I know he's my frat brother. That's that's why I like know weird college details about him. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he tried to do the, the regular shit after the child fame shit. He gave it an attempt, but who knows after that? I can only imagine there's just such conditioning they do. Um, that's the before you're that's 18, the problem before you're the 18 conditioning because I've, I don't know if you guys have seen just other stars right when they turn 18 like Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. when they turn 18 they switch up their whole shit or at least marketing wise they do mm-hmm. yeah you know well it depends where they want to go I mean we even see it let's hope in a, in a, in a healthy way I, I haven't seen it otherwise but what the fuck do we know we talk about Chloe all the time they had mm-hmm. to get her out of this child's fame shit so Zendaya. let's make her a fucking real woman mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm not saying she isn't one, but like as far as how they're marketed, like this is a grown woman that sexual, et cetera. Right. That's what they have to do. And sometimes that's done in a marketing way. And sometimes that shit is just done on your fucking own. And now you're Lindsay Lohan running a fucking muck in Long Island in Manhattan with access money and enablers around you. Well, prayers to all childhood stars that are now adults that are having problems, real life problems. One day, if you guys um, get a chance, look into Drew Barrymore's story. It's like, it's crazy. Like she used to be in like Imagine. Studio 54 at like nine where her mother was like encouraging her to like dance with like young men and stuff like that. She Gosh. was on hooked on drugs and alcohol by 13, tried to kill herself by 14 and was she hospitalized. Is. Like, like crazy. Like they just had her like out Studio 54 at nine years old, bro. The Studio 54. Yeah, as well. That's just crazy. chilling regularly. Like, the, they knew her as a regular. I don't, I don't care that you was in E.T. Like, yeah. <laughs> get this little girl out home. here. Yeah. Phone home. Like, now. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, she's she's in E.T., right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 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 At five, she's in E.T. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so what, uh, what music were you listening to this weekend, Rory, if any at all? I was still on Kendrick. I, I do want to revisit. <clears throat> um, not that one week is the determining factor of replay value. Mm-hmm. But with how heavy that album is and that narrative and the things that he was talking about, there are, there are songs on there that you listen to on that first listen and we're blown away, but probably won't go back <laughs> to listen to again. I'm still listening to the album. I am too. I think it's sounding better as, 
as it the days pass. Mm. Uh, it's a lot. I've seen people saying oh, a lot of songs don't have replay value. I don't know what songs I listen to. I think Father Time has replay value. Oof. I think Die Hard. I think Rich Die Spirit. Hard, Rich definitely. Spirit is crazy. Uh, Purple Hearts with Summer and uh, Savior has a lot of replay value. Savior is crazy. But Silent Hill with Kodak is crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like out of like the really heavier records, Father Time might be the one with the most replay value. Like obviously, we cry together. I don't think that was meant for replay value to begin with, but I agree. Rich Spirit is the one I think to me that's mm. definitely like heavy replay value. Mm. Um, like Auntie Diaries and Mother I Sober, I, I love. I just I have to be in the right space for those. They're not yeah. as universal as the other. But others, the but. album, the album still sounds amazing. Yeah, for sure. Every day I've been I've been playing the album every day. It's it's just an amazing album. Um, the Savior record I think is the next one that's going to really take off. Um, I agree. I'm curious to see what they do post promo with videos and mm-hmm. everything that, that Dave and, and Kendrick want to do. But I still love it. I did see people complaining because that's just what people do. Mm-hmm. That oh, I mean, <laughs> everyone, you guys were prisoners of the moment. How do you like it now? I'm like, I still like it, but I do see some no, point I, of there being a few I, records. I, I still stand behind what I said. It's a classic album mm. to me. I don't think I don't. This is this is something that I think a lot of people are going to look at him like, OK, like. He's definitely the 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 artist that is in a whole other league. He's mm-hmm. not. He's we we can't. A lot of artists can't do what Kendrick did with this album. No, of course not. They can't make the songs he did. I think that the way he talked about therapy, or well, the things he talked about, we talked about already therapy and you know addressing family trauma and things like that. I think he did it in the way the Savior record. He named all of these people that we look up to. You know that he's not your savior. Like left Drake, even on the bar, he said Tupac is dead. Like you got to live for yourself. Like it's like you know what do you, mm. you know what I mean? Like it's like shit like that. Like stop looking up to these people that you think are your saviors. Like it starts with you. Like you got to make change. You got to do the right shit. You know what I mean? So I think that the album is great. I think it's aging very well. Um, I think there's still a bunch of records that are gonna take off from this album. I just think people are listening with damn ears because damn was. Every record could stand alone, or you could listen to it all the way through. Super up tempo and a lot of stuff. This is just not that, yeah. and you can't listen to it with damn ears. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're two completely different albums. So I was I, listening I, to the uh to the Hit Girl album, Dreezy and Hit Boy. Shout out to Dreezy and Hit Boy. Super dope project. Uh, In Touch with Jeremiah is probably one of my favorites on it. Phases. Mm. Um, it's good to see Dreezy. Uh, and 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 in in the studio working with a producer like Hit Boy for sure. I always felt like Dreezy was one of the most talented artists uh, in the game. Um, she had the record I loved years ago with T Pain that was super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, she raps, she sings. Dreezy's fire. Um, I think she's super super dope. So it's good to see her with a producer like Hit Boy locking on a project, create a sound. Yeah, and you know, and 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 put it out because you know, to me, I think that's what a lot of artists need to do. They need to sit with the right producers. And find their sound, find what they sound like, find what their their core is, and 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 work on that. And I think obviously Hit Boy is, you know, easily the the hottest producer in the game right now. So to see Dreezy get in the studio and put a project out with Hit Boy was dope. I didn't even know that's, that that was coming, honestly. Neither did I until they started doing the, the promo. Yeah. That's what I think Dreezy's been missing because they've I don't want to say single chasing, but you could tell the major has been trying to like find a record trying to find for the sound. And I I think she's too talented for. The let's search for a single right. shit. Like, right. Of course that can work, but she needs to actually lock in and get mm-hmm. a body of work and work a record that the fans pick. Right. Like what's the best record off this full project? Then we'll work that one. 
Hit Girl Dreezy. Uh, shout out to Dreezy. Shout out to Hit Boy. Super dope project. If you haven't downloaded it yet, I think you should check it out. Check it out. You like that? I see so the Marlon Craft album, which I told you last episode. Marlon Craft, really, check really that really out. Good. Yeah, that that you can listen to with Kendrick. It's a good. And I, I think because I, I I wouldn't have found that if it wasn't mm. for you. Marlon's I nice. Found that. Yeah, he's he could like rap for real, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't come off. He's like the perfect mix. Where it's not too logic-y. Like, it's not too, like, he could really, really rap. It's like, mm-hmm. calm down. There's still some human aspect to him rapping really well, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's a step up from Jack Harlow as far as bars, but I'm not saying, I know Jack is making song songs and probably might dumb his shit down. Marlon is a perfect mix of that. Like, he can make records and really rap. I want to start a white on white crime for you real quick. I'm staying out of this beef. All right. Because mm. that's how they're going to compare. I'm, I'm realistic. Um, Russ? Or Jack Harlow. Ooh, love this. Is that hard? Yeah, hard? is that difficult? Curly versus curly. I'm just asking. I'm just trying to figure it out for you. It's, I think Russ has more wavy hair than he does a. I agree. Curly yeah, you're hair. You're right. I think this is very simple. Very obviously Russ. And yeah, I think it's Russ, and I don't even think it's close. But I don't. I don't know if it's a fair comparison for them two outside of just being white. Yeah. Why is it not a fair comparison? They're two totally different artists, with totally different objectives, with totally different careers. Uh. Yeah, how how they angled I'm just their successes more so, are different, and it's not a, a slight to Jack at all. I'm talking just, just think, from the artistry. I'm not talking about everything around the music. I'm talking about oh, well then sound. then then I'm then it's even easier for me. And this okay. isn't a, again a slight to Jack. I think there's going to be drastic improvement with him, and I, I see what he's yeah. trying to do, and I see why he had to make the album that he made because I feel like he's rapped better than it was a good album. It was it was a good album. It was it was for the younger generation. It was the perfect. I have my coming out party first album. Mm-hmm. I feel Jack has rapped way better before mm-hmm. than he has on this album, but I get why he did it. Now you're saying just from an artistry standpoint, yeah, Russ is, Russ is an extremely underrated writer. He uh, can I, rap yeah. his ass off. He yeah. can sing. Yeah. He can make beats. He, yeah. Just, I was just I just listening it's, to, it's just a, a way different. I was just listening to both of them over the weekend. I was listening to Jack's album and I was listening to Russ's, uh, the one he just put out and the one before that, Chomp 2. And I'm listening and I'm like, I wonder how many people like Jack more than they like Russ. um, That's just an interesting thing. Well, Jack is more likable. Well, I think think that Russ is, because Russ has created his own world and his own bubble, that he operates in. He does, he's not, he's an independent artist. He, He runs his own company and shit like that. He doesn't really look to the machine. He doesn't no. go after the big name producers like that. He doesn't, you know what I mean? Like he does a lot of shit in house. I think that where Jack is on the complete opposite side of that, mm. he's had the Pharrell production and you know, all of the big features Everybody. and things like yeah. that. But just listening to them too, I was like, I wonder how many people feel like, like, like Jack more than they like. Well, Russ. Jack has been marketed, whether he's a, a I'm sure he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a good person. The mm-hmm. few interactions I've had with him, he's very nice. He's been marketed as the sweetheart as well. Like this really nice guy. That's yeah, likable. Russ is the guy that doesn't fuck with anybody. And Russ unintentionally has marketed himself, which we talked, I talked yeah. with him. Like, yeah. have you ever thought that maybe it's your delivery and mm-hmm. it's maybe it's your face mm-hmm. <laughs> that upsets people coming from you? Mm-hmm. He's positioned himself. He likes that, actually, I think. I don't think he intentionally set out for this. I think he believes 
wholeheartedly everything he's saying about the music business, and I agree with him. Mm -hmm. I think he thought because he's saying the truth and the right things, it would be received well. Mm. And instead, people sometimes get more mad at the the messenger and don't listen to the message because, mm -hmm. like, why are you saying that? So, and he comes up, he he talks. I don't want to say aggressive, but he comes off abrasive, and in yeah. many cases, yeah. So I don't think he set out to be like, I want to be a villain. I don't think Russ wants that. I think Russ wants to be liked. He just, which I suffer from too, say, say the right thing in the wrong way and you kind of come across as an asshole. Mm -hmm. Whereas Jack, I think, has been positioned and is really well at becoming this extremely nice guy. Everyone likes him. If you got a problem with Jack, there's something wrong with you mm -hmm. type shit. So they're different in that regard. Yeah, I think they are different. Uh, I think as... As an artist, I like Russ Russ's music a little more. I mm. think Jack is a uh, is very talented, and I think that he will have a great a great career. Um, but I think as of right now, I think I like Russ. I like Russ more. Russ is also my age, right? Uh, Russ is like thirty yeah. two, thirty three, maybe. Which is probably why I relate more. Russ twenty nine. Okay, he's twenty nine. Yeah, because Jack is what twenty three, twenty four. Uh, damn, Russ ain't even thirty yet. But there is a that gap from twenty four to twenty nine. Yeah, Whether you know it or not is a huge gap Jack as far as life perspective. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get like, I probably identify and relate to a lot more of the shit that Russ is saying. Right. That's than what, what I'm Jack is saying. Like, age demographic wise, Jack is definitely a very now artist, TikTok yeah. heavy, everything. But I didn't like that you try to, don't pin us against each other. Right. Yeah, that's what this culture's bent on. Y'all been pinning us against each other. <laughs> Don't don't divide and conquer. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I just try to just asking the, the questions, man. I just want to know how many people feel like Jack might be a better rapper than Russ. So, you know, just just like to see what's going on out there, what the conversations are. Um, that, you know, it does happen to me a lot in this this music industry. Right. Not even like the work part, but just like the culture itself. And that it makes me, and they're gonna say I have white guilt. Makes me hate a lot of white people, because I'll be out and mm -hmm. like. I'll be probably the only white person in the venue. And then like another one will come in and like speak like, yo, we got to like stick together, bro. And I'm like, I don't even know you. <laughs> you know, you don't like, have yo, to know Yo, yo, what's up, bro? I hear a lot about you. Like, yeah. Uh, and it's a, it has a weird undertone where I'm like, I don't know you. Right. I think I'll stick with my friend. He just happens to be black. I don't know you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, little Baby tweeted that his album is coming in July. I saw that with a question mark on the actual date. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think that little baby is he's the, the artist that's at that point where he is getting ready to take the next step up yeah. in, his, in his career. I think he's um obviously the hottest, if not if not the hottest, he's one of the hottest rappers right now. Mm. He's been killing everything, all his features, uh, the record he put out, I think in a minute. Is that is that what it's called? In a minute? That's a that's question. Called. That's her boo. Wait, who? Why oh, is everybody my boo? He's your, he's your little baby. I mean, he's your little baby. My little baby. I like little baby, but no, yeah. that's not my boo. That's Jada Man. In a minute, mm -hmm. yeah. In a minute, he he absolutely floated all over that fucking track. Um, so I I, I want to hear what little baby's gonna do. Uh, I think that he has all of the uh, everything is aligned for him right now to take off and become a superstar. I mean, his his last album what was it two or three years ago? Mm -hmm. Was was one of my favorite of the year uh, yeah. of that year? I think that was 2020, 2019. What's his last 2020, album? 2020? I think it was in the pandemic. Yeah, my, my turn. My turn was 2020. I think so. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorite of that year. But so yeah, I'm looking forward to uh to, to what little baby does. Like I said, uh, he has everything aligned for him right now. 
um, you know, he's he's the he's the go to guy right now. I mean, I'm I'm nervous about this release with everything that's not to say he's connected to any of it all, but he is connected as far as friendship mm-hmm. and crews with everything that's happening in Atlanta right now. Yeah. Clearly that shit is not for for play play. Yeah, no, it's because- it's, it's, it's getting serious. It's it's getting serious. Uh as the weeks pass, we're getting more and more information. It was just reported today, I think, that they denied Gunner's uh bail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his court date, his next court date has been set for January, January 9th, 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, somebody reporting. Again, this is just somebody reporting on, on Twitter. She was just in the court where a judge denied bond for Gunner and set his trial date for January 9th, 2023. Prosecutors allege YSL is a gang, not just a record label. They also allege Gunner serves in command in a command role. More to come for Billboard. Um so yeah, man, it's unfortunate what's going on right now with you know with the with the young guys and with with Gunner and Thug and the whole YSL prayers to them, man. Um, what's Gunner's exact charge though? Because I know it's different than Thugs. I feel like it was lesser. It wasn't just a straight up Rico. Uh, well, thing. no, they're all under the the a, a Rico charge. Yeah, but um, uh, he's charged with a single count of conspiracy to violate Georgia's racketeer influence and corrupt organizations. Act. Okay, yeah. So one count of Rico. Yeah. But what and what's under that Rico is murder. So yeah, I guess I see why I couldn't get bond. Yeah, and, and I, there's in the fifty six count indictment. So there's fifty six other counts of other stuff. Well, I know they they have the lawyer can uh appeal for bond again, I think before January. I'm curious once they get more of the discovery if it'll be easier for him to get bond as far as what he did in the Rico trial. Listen to me, I'm gonna be honest. Or this, alleged this shit looks bad. It looks very bad. This shit looks really, really bad, man, and it's fucked up. Because you're talking about some talented artists, you're talking about some very successful artists that employ a lot of people, that take care of a lot of people, families. Um, like why? He's not a flight risk. Yeah, but it's just he has you know, what you could put up for bonds. Like he's. But that's what that's you know. Listen, man, it's this this justice system. You know, it's we we don't even got to talk about that. But it, it's just you know. And if if they're saying, and this I don't think it's true at all, that Gunner would be the one telling people to go murder people. Mm-hmm. If that's why they would deny bail because he could order someone to do something, he could do that from jail too. So like, what is the purpose of not allowing him bail to uh-uh. continue to at least run his company for so many other people until January? Yeah, but if they feel like this company is a criminal organization, what company are they letting you out to run? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's listen, man, it's 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 bad. You know what I mean? It's no way we can't dance around it. We can't this situation is fucking terrible. It's a bad, it's one of the worst 50 cent he tweeted it. He put out he would rather catch a homicide case than to catch a Rico charge. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is not something to play with. This is not a this is not a joke. You have to prove less than the Rico. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is this is this is going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. Like, you know, we just got to be honest with ourselves. Like, we, we've we seen this before. Um, and, you know, it's it's just a fucked up situation because, again, it's it's people that, you know, we support and we like. And, you know, we, we, we in our culture that we just look at and we say, OK, these dudes are talented and they're having a lot of success. But, you know, it's being alleged that it's a criminal organization and all these other things. And now, they you know, they've been investigating for years. This is, everything that's being reported is that they, they've been following these these guys and they have obviously somebody is is telling somebody's giving them information that cops don't yep. do a great job people just do a great job at telling like we know Cop, cops want the soft life yeah they want to they, be given they, had, they, they, they want to do investigation they, they, <laughs> they, they, just... they, they get you in a room and they mm-hmm. tell you listen you're gonna do 30 years and if you're a guy that 
you know, you was just hanging around these guys every now and then. And you went to a couple of shows, but, you, you know, you got a regular little job and mm-hmm. you just decided to, you know, do some wild shit at night. They're going to put you in a room and say, OK, listen, you're going to go do these 30 years. They're not doing it. We know how this goes. We all we all from these same communities, these neighborhoods. We've had people involved with, with, with federal cases. We have family members involved with cases before. We know how this shit goes. They're going to tell you you're never going to see your family again. Mm-hmm. And you know what's going to start happening. People are going to start cooperating. They're going to start talking. They're going to start telling. And then before you know it, everything falls down. Everybody's in prison doing a whole bunch of time. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate because you have people attached to this shit that's super successful, that's super talented, that... You know, it's it's you know, it's so so to think that they're going to be taken away from their families and their you know their their loved ones and their employees and you know the people that they staff and this is it's fucked up, man. And it's if nobody tells, situation. then that's when they add the family in. Oh, you sent your money, you sent your mother thirty k. Now she's, she's now part her. of it. Now she's, so it's, are you, it's, your mom's gonna do a bit. It's bro, listen, let me tell, tell you something, man. It's this is not something. This oh, is not sister? something to be taken lightly. She's this doing is, time too. This is a very very serious uh serious situation that. These guys are in, and you know I, I'm praying for the best for them. I hope for the best for them. But um, you know it's it's a fucked up position, man. It's a fucked up situation to be in. Uh, can we talk about how Damaris is the feds? Is she the feds? Yeah. Well, she's a woman, so that's immediately detective. Yeah, T- detective Damaris. Please explain DD. for your listeners, because you know I'm from the hood. I don't play all that fed shit. So well, how am I the feds? <laughs> we, we don't think you're actually an officer oh, okay. of the law. All right, cool. But yeah, you, have fed, you have fed tendencies. Well, Damaris came in here with an interesting uh, thing. She asked us a question. She said, "Hey guys, just like that too." Yeah. Hey guys, more like me. Have you ever had a number that wasn't in your phone call you, and you just take the number and put it in Zelle or Cash App, and then the name pops up? And then Rory looked at me with a look that I haven't seen since maybe the look on Kaiser Sose's face when he... <laughs> That's what you landed on? <laughs> like, you just gave me this look like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like when man discovered fire. Yeah, like, how the fuck <laughs> did we never... Th- like, women are fucking detectives in every sense. I think it's in their DNA. I think women just have this ability to detect, to investigate to find the answers without even really giving it any thought. It's just like an automatic thing where they just find out the the, the truth. And I've Googled numbers before. So yeah. Doesn't work. No. And I'm not doing that uh, pay fucking $20 furthest, to get everything. The furthest men go is, what area code is 416? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the closest men. We stop right there. We what? ask for the area code. Every guy gets his phone Google. Oh, it's Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, we don't know. And actually, no, sometimes I'll go a step further. If I... Get the area code. I will ask someone either from there or in my group chat. Yo, does anyone have this number in their phone? Like yeah. in their address book? Oh, you say, yo, let me see your phone and you'll yeah. dial the number to see if it pops up. Yeah. But even then, I don't care that much. Right. I That's so obvious and brilliant to just type it in to Venmo or Zelle or Cash App. Demaris, just, how did you, uh, when did you uh, discover that you had this ability to... Take the number and put it into mm-hmm. Cash App or Zelle and just the Which name Twitter told right you about that? And have know, you Zelled them like by a, accident? <laughs> it's kind of like a girl thing. Like we just, I don't know. It's kind of like known. information shared amongst girls. Like one day you're just like, who the fuck is this texting me? Like some girl was like something, like texting me some weird shit or whatever about some guy. And my sister was like, just put it in. She, no, my sister did it. She's like, I put it in Cash App and this is her name and this is. That's fucking like, crazy. Do women have, do y'all have like annual meetings amongst each other where y'all just like. Um, give this information of like, okay, this is this is how we can move the female 
uh, community forward in our journey through relationships and dealing with men and their bullshit. No, we just do I that like every brunch, to, every Sunday. Every that Sunday. That makes sense, wow. brunch. See, at brunch, we just eat. Yeah. yeah. And drink. And we ask, we talk about the game, you know, Jimmy yeah. Butler mm-hmm. did, performed well last night. Uh, mm-hmm. We talk about maybe what we got going on in the week. Uh, yeah. You know, we don't sit down and say- The Lord. Yeah, we talk right. about God, maybe. Put that in there on a Sunday, that works. But we just, we don't ever say, how can we as men- Catch our women. Together, mm-hmm. become better at dealing with women mm-hmm. and the things yeah, that we I have do. to Every do. Every time a future album come out, no, nah, nah, I, I, I still, nah, I'm not standing by that. He's because yeah, women call him more than, than guys do. Yeah, he's, no. he's y'all toxic king. He's yeah, yeah, ours. he's yeah. not ours. Like we look at future like I, there's a real there's a real thing that we us men look at future like. Okay, you might be a little more emotional than we thought, dog. Like, Super emotional. <laughs> you might love your bitches more than we thought. We thought future was just gang, gang, hoes, hoes, hoes. Future love his bitches gang, gang, for sure. Future love his bitches. He gives, oh, them, he he gives his... them children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He love his bitches. He, he... So, if I hit you once, you still in my way, say you still my trophy. You still my collection. My... You still in my collection. That was sick, by the way. And I feel like men at brunch, anything in regards to women is, um, dude will tell us they're like, yeah, nah, she crazy, bro. You gotta leave her. That's as far as That's it goes. It. Or yo, her ass got fat. <laughs> like we stop right there. Like we don't say, yo, listen, man. If you know she, they're storing names. They're storing the guys' names under this. Yeah, now. Yeah. We don't ever have that information no. for each other. No. Like we just stop at yo, her ass so getting fat. Or she, she fucking with this new dude. Like we, we might go there. Like yo, I heard she talking to homeboy now. Like oh, okay, that's you know. Or yo, X, Y, and Z was bugging. Yeah, like this, oh yeah, she said she tweeted some shit the other day. Like yo, she was tripping. Like well, look at this picture. This this is the second time I've learned something with phones from women accidentally. Mm. Last time was last year, right? I was talking with this girl and we were about to leave her crib and she's like, oh fuck. I told my friend I couldn't hang out tonight. She asked me to like, she has my location. So like, I can't go out with you and she see, cause we check each other's location all the time. And I told her that I had to stay in. All she had to do is leave her iPad at home. Bro, she what switched, the fuck? She switched her location to her iPad mm-hmm. and left her iPad in her home and then walked out of her crib with her phone, unlocatable. I was. I didn't even know I, unlocatable was a word. Neither did I. I just found it out. Good job. And then months down the line, I had her location <laughs> and she had the nerve to say to me, but you've had my location the whole time. Where would I be? This line. Mark. said, I just wa- I watched you finesse your own best friend in this. <laughs> I know I'm expendable. Like you will do that to me immediately. Wow. I never Bro, blew my that. mind. Women, see, and I think that's why men are hurt more when they find out about their woman cheating. Because it's so much thought and 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 so much like, you know, they, they just make sure they cross all their T's and dot all their I's. It's just like women cheat and you will never know until like you find out everything. It's not mm. like you find out a piece. Yeah. When you find out a woman is cheating on you, you know the entire landscape of the cheating. Well, I just think men were more naive and immature. Like we really believe in Santa Claus. That's mm-hmm. why it hurts so much when you find out that this fat white man didn't go down the chimney. Yeah. It's like, but my whole life, I, yeah, this way really, real. this yeah. not true. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we look at women and wow. monogamy, because we wow. we think we are raised to think women are actually, despite society's norms that women are somewhat better than us when it comes to relationships and they're more loyal. They don't cheat. The women aren't supposed to have mad partners. Like, yeah. So we get that conditioned in our yeah, head. So we feel not like thinking they're that really... they're actually human beings. Yeah. 
Right. That would do the same shitty shit that we do. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it just stings a little bit more. Like, nah, you're not supposed it. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It hurts. Damn, Demers. Man, we got to. What the fuck do I have to do with this? What are, what are they talking about at the Rock Brunch? A Rock Nation Brunch? I feel like the Rock right. Nation Brunch should have covered this over the f- French I, toast and the fruit. You heard lemonade? <laughs> it was talked about. <laughs> French toast fruit and lemonade. Women, boy, I tell you, man. But that's why you need more Beyonce women friends, because I learned these things. I pray I catch you whispering and I pray you catch me listening. Like, y'all don't, y'all wasn't listening to Lemonade like that. No, that wasn't our Bible. Bars. Like, we listened yeah, to it, but Bible. we didn't break that. See, even that was code. That was, you had, we had to decode that. Men couldn't just get that off the top. Break, break that, that was, bar You down. had to decode that. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. Women pay attention to everything. I had a cool question for men since y'all got so many qu- questions for me. Mm-hmm. Why men, Why y'all start being mean when y'all cheating? Men be so mean when they cheating. Because we don't need you no Like, more. they get an attitude and shit. They get some new pussy yeah, and they got a little, you, a little funk in their walk. Like disrupting all, my cheating. Yeah. You don't care about my happiness? Because I love her. Like, <laughs> that's why you still here. Like, dump me already. Like <laughs> That's why men are mad when they cheat. They in love with the other one. You still here trying to make Go. this work. No, I'm yeah. over this. Dump me already. So I've I don't like you. the bad guy. Yeah, dump me. Break up with me. Get your shit. Get out. So I can live happily ever after with my girlfriend. <laughs> and then do it's the simple. same thing to her. It's yeah, just a cycle. it's a cycle of life. It just keeps on giving. Like, we keep living. That... We keep cheating. Is that true, though? It happens a lot. I don't think they get new pussy and they get a little. They they start feeling themselves more. They but get women do the same back. thing. Yeah, you may not see because this is and this is where it hurts the the guys the most. This is where it hurts us. Mm. Y'all may not have acted on the cheat yet, but you know you for sure gonna give him that pussy soon, and then y'all start acting all like, you know, like like yeah. I mean, if you want to go out, go ahead. Oh, if you that's, don't want to go to dinner, get, all right, whatever. Oh, that's home. my no. bag. I'd be like, you know what? If I ask for something and you fuck around and say no, it's all right. But <laughs> no that, problem. no, see, that's fucked up. <laughs> that, see, that's, that's fucked up. Like, women, y'all can't, no y'all problem. shouldn't do that. Y'all shouldn't, y'all can't, y'all can't go, y'all can't, because that's cheating too. Like, if you if you ask your, your boyfriend or your husband or somebody, whatever you, the guy you're dating for something. We talked about this with the car scenario. Yeah, like, if you ask him for something and he be like, nah, I really can't do it. Like, going to get it from another guy. That's yo, bro. Well, that's I'm a different of, level of hurt to a guy. Like that right there is like, like word. Like I didn't get that for you. Like where you got that from? Right. You like I'm not. Like I got it for myself. Because mm-hmm. she she knows that's a she $10, knows the thousand dollar purchase. You did not get that for yourself. What's his name? But I still feel like part of the Santa Claus coming out thing can happen outside of your relationship. Like there's been times I've been innocently talking to a girl. You know, harmless flirt here and there, and mm-hmm. she's loyal, faithful, all that shit. Says she has a man, cool, nothing, never goes over the line. Mm-hmm. But the moment they break up, it's like I was just put on the back burner in case the breakup happens. Mm-hmm. And then within 48 hours, the line is being crossed. Totally and I'm right. sitting there like, is this kind of cheating? Because like, kind of, yeah, no, because you was, yeah. you might as well go do it if you want to do it, but aren't doing it because. I just would feel weird. Just one text away, honestly. No. Yeah. Because at that, cause at that point, up, I don't know if I'd like that my girl, if it happens, cool. But like, you have the one already sitting, <laughs> the, the dick in the glass box to break open emergency in case of emergency dick. shit. If your girl show up with a Rolex on. <laughs> I'm shooting somebody. You say you're shooting somebody? You yeah. can't do that. I'm going to get it appraised. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, why, why nah, y'all you always... Nah, you pawn my Rolex, I'ma whoop your ass. But why y'all always got to fix your hair now that y'all got a Rolex on? Wait, what? Same Wait, reason they, they have to adjust yeah, like their, they always their bathing suit their in every photo. Oh, okay. Oh, with that hand, though. Yeah, like, it's like, okay. why y'all always got to fix your hair all of a sudden? Same reason their neck hurt every time they get in the rolls. Same reason they, I've never, like, I've never, you never drove in the reason. car like this. <laughs> it can't sit In my Mazda, you, 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 you was like this. Now you in the rolls, you no, hold. No, your Mazda, they don't even take pictures. Yeah, now, now your head look like T.I.'s hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Y'all, yo, women, y'all are, ooh, y'all are, ooh, y'all know how to, y'all know how to hit men where it hurt. Y'all know how to sting a man. Like, y'all know how to hit that, that button where it's like, I'm gonna fuck his whole existence up with this one bar right here. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. They Kendrick evil. addressed that on the album too. Like, using that shit to like hurt people. Like, women know how to say shit. Like, it was like, boom. Like, of course. Bitch, I told you that. I cry. Like, if you ever cry, you cry in front of, you should, have you cried in front of women? Before? Of course. When you cry for the woman, is that like a clear indicator that you love this woman? Like you trust this woman? Uh, yeah, I would say so. There's there's definitely a level of trust and vulnerability that I hope you don't throw back in my face eventually. Yeah, that'd be that shit is, but it's happened. It's been, it's been thrown. If a girl does that, that's evil. Like I'm all y'all are like evil. This. Yeah, that's yeah, ha- yeah, it's definitely are evil. women are fucking evil. They're throwing yo. it back to you. I've se- oh for sure. I've oh, seen some up. shit. I'm just like, oh my god, that's crazy that she would do that. Nah. Like y'all brain just works on a different freak. I'm telling you, men, we don't have that. We do more like physical shit. Like we'll go cheat with a girl where if you had a flat ass, she got a fat ass now. Like we'll do shit like that. But y'all do. You don't it, think that hurts? Nah, we I know mean, it hurts. But it's a certain level of evil that women possess where it's like, yo, I confided in you. Like I really like was vulnerable in front of you and then you took that information put it in a box stored it in your mental and unlocked it and threw it at me when you knew I was at my weakest like and like that crushed me like y'all know how to like break a man's spirit like niggas don't so I know a nigga that never what's her name who me what she do to you she is never me baby woman ain't see her see this I never cried in front of a woman you're cool you have to let men be emotionally vulnerable. You have to let boys, especially teenage boys and young boys growing up, be emotionally vulnerable because what happens is men don't know how to, they don't know how to express sadness. What they express instead is anger because mm-hmm. anger is defined. That's anger is quote unquote masculine. So it's okay to punch a wall. For sure. It's okay to throw things. It's okay to curse and scream, but it's not okay to cry when in all reality, they're not angry. They're sad and they're hurt and they want to cry. And that just fuels toxic masculinity. And I, I don't think that that's okay at all. I want my partner to be okay crying in front of me. If, if something happens and you can't cry in front of me, then, then I'm looking at that as a red flag. Why can't you cry? Even if you can't cry in front of me, why can't you cry? Well, like, what's going on with you that you have no, to cry? No, men cry. We cry. We cry in the shower, so you it, can't see it. And we can't see it because it's yeah, the water. It's, it's we just cry in the shower. Like, when we taking the... When we be like, why are you be in there taking a shower for some? You in there jerking off? No, I'm crying. I'm fucking hurting. And then I'm jerking. crying. Like, that's what I'm doing in this fucking they'll shower. They'll kill me for this question, but it's just a question. Damaris, how much do you think women play into toxic masculinity and its existence? Oh, 100%. So much. So much. We're we're all we are all like that is all of our issues. That's not just a man issue. That's not just a man issue. Because I see so the, many women raising their sons like stop crying like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. That shit right? makes nah, me nah, that's crazy. crazy. And, Telling a kid, but nah, that's, 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 that's crazy. it happens. Nah, but so even how women would view their own that's fucking crazy. boyfriend. And, yeah. and say so if we get in a fight and I start crying and like I'm very vulnerable about how much you hurt me, a lot 
of women, especially from the era we grew up in. I'm not saying so much now because people are trying to change. Well, look at you like, look at my weak ass, but this is why I can't be with him. Look at his weak ass. But if I start punching walls, throwing shit and get angry and run out of the house. Oh, he's great. There's toxic ass women be like, oh, I got turned on when he did that. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, no, yeah. that is so a, it's I like where's that Stockholm? I won't do that. Yeah. I won't. Stockholm. I, I'll yeah. leave. So I that's can't. in Germany, right? Where's that? Stockholm is in uh, where's Germany? I believe. I don't know. I believe <laughs> Stockholm is in Germany. Stockholm Stock- is when you when you're you fall in love with your captor, and that's yeah. not so much what I'm saying. I'm saying that women uh, get turned on and reward quote unquote real masculinity rather than vulnerability. You look like a weak right. man. I don't want some weak pussy that's gonna be crying in my shoulder like I'm what am I the dude now? What they want the strong <laughs> no, no. angry You crying in front of a woman before Eden? Yeah, definitely crying in front of my girl before. Yeah? Undoubtedly, yes. Yeah. Why? I'm just asking. I just want I just like to get to know what the guys my around boyfriend me. cried oh, yeah. in front of me. I felt even more in love with him instantly. I absolutely it, hated it took him. me really? to my late twenties yep. to do it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about that, Damaris. You, because, he cried no, because you... I because I know that because vulnerability isn't my strong suit. So we can't mm, both right. not be sitting here crying. Mm. Because his one of his issues with me was you don't cry. What was he crying about? It, that's something that's Life, life thing. Yeah, you, know I mean. ha- you know what I'm saying? Like, he life- cried in front of her, not in front of us. So <laughs> like, I, need, I don't need to fuck? know. No, I don't, I don't want to see him crying, but I just, I, I just thing, like to know, life, like, what was, is something was, that men some life- cry? Like, what did you cry in front of your, uh, your girlfriend about? I'm not telling you. I didn't cry in front of you. No, but uh, you can't tell us. It's, what I, it, obviously, it was a very big thing because I don't just cry in front of women. Yeah. Like, it, it took me also to my late 20s to even be comfortable enough to do so. Yeah, but it was a major thing. It wasn't like I stubbed my toe. Like, it was right. like, I would hope. Hope and pray that's not white. <laughs> Shit, you the the look at it. Out. The nail is gonna fall off. <laughs> How am I gonna go to Roots picnic like this? I can't wear my Birkenstocks now. <laughs> I don't have anything to wear. Hey, a nigga cried because he ain't got nothing to wear. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm not even going out. I'm not even going anymore. I can't yeah. do this. Put on a white tee and jeans and get <laughs> and the fuck out of here, bro. I made t-shirts and get the fuck out on stage. Like, yo. Nah, but no, I'm I, just trying I to figure out what men would be crying. Like, if it's not nothing like, you know. You no, listen to the Kendrick we were, album? We were having a, com- we were having a conversation Man, she's regarding, a cry, you, know, chi- you know, things happen in childhood and in life. It's, sad shit happens, Mom. No, for sure. I get that. But I just, I, I, I just know how it is for, you know. For a man to cry in front of a woman, that's a different level of vulnerability. And I know, obviously, I know men crying in front of I'm joking. I know men. Yeah. I've never, I, unfor- I don't know if it's unfortunate, but no, I've never cried uh, in front of a woman. I, say, I don't think that's unfortunate. Have to do, but yeah. if, I would say it would not, be- And a- I'm not not crying. Like, if I had to, if it was ever something where I felt like I needed to cry in front of I would. That's you what I'm that saying. That would be unfortunate. That. Huh? <gasps> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I cry, yeah, it's nasty cry. It's not, yeah, it's just nasty mm-hmm. cry when I cry. Cause Cause you've been, like you've been Maul look like he let the snot just hang like Viola Davis because like, oh, nah, he's man, been suppressing not, it for so no, long no, 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 when it finally no, no, comes nah. out. No, I'm not. It's nothing. I'm suppressing it. I'm not. I'm, I'm getting a tissue. It's, thir- it's thirty years of snot nah, just nah. <laughs> sitting there waiting. <laughs> no, I have to be released. Trust me, I blow my nose every day. Nah, but I, I just, I just know that that's a very, uh, that's a very vulnerable thing for a man to cry in front of a woman. So I was just asking, you know, just asking y'all if y'all ever cried. if you can't, if you feel like you can't cry in front of your woman, then that's a conversation you I would. I would cry in front of my woman, but I just never... Or or yourself. Or yourself. Yeah, a lot of it be you. Like, I I can't cry in front of people, period. Um, Unless I'm like happy crying. Like, I'm a happy crier, but if my life's like in distress, I'm like, "Ah, nah, like I'm depressed as fuck. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm just sitting there laughing. I've been with women that I could probably cry in front of, but I wasn't ready to cry in front of a woman. Yeah. So you stopped it? Yeah, hell yeah! You bitch your tongue. Go to the bathroom. Bitch, you just punch yourself. No, I just I my you 
had a male childhood. We know how to stop our feelings pretty quickly. Since we was kids of... Rory just put on emotion or just that West Coast love and an ocean sign and it won't be mine. No, not put on, I put on 50 what up gangster like and just fucking run amok. <laughs> you know, but you, but you know, you, you've definitely learned from a kid how to stop yourself from crying and, and bury your emotions when things have happened. Yeah, you just got to breathe heavy. Exactly. Yeah. Not breathe, breathe. You gotta breathe. Heavy. Oh, for sure. It's an yeah, F. Breathe heavy. Yeah. Breathe heavy. Um, we're breathing right now. We get mad breathing. at get mad at anything in the room and just yeah. start staring at it, mm-hmm. ball up your fist. You know, anything to stop the water from coming out of your For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you tighten up your cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Ask you, are you crying? No, I'm not crying. Just, now it's beef with him. Like, for sure. yeah, but you, you look like you're crying. I'm yeah. just asking you a question. What you looking in my eyes yeah. for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I, <laughs> that's how it goes. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's the truth, though. That's yeah. how that shit went when he was a no, kid. Real shit, real shit. It's, it's. I'm, I feel so bad for you guys. It's just, and then there's so many. Like we could get into that of all the negative connotations that go into even the words we refer to men or boys when they are getting emotional. Pussies, mm-hmm. pussies, That's what, yeah. Bitch, pull your panties. It's oh. all women related. Like women sure. are soft, yeah, and it's I'm, all usually in violent. Referring to the vagina in a violent way, connecting it to women. It's, it's just oh, all yeah. very terrible, and you can, yeah. You I can agree. Break all of that Referring down. to the vagina in a violent way. You ever realize that that a lot of the ways men talk about vagina is all very violent, like beating up the pussy. Yeah, I'm gonna beat it up. I'm gonna yep. fuck that up. I'm gonna ask all... for that. No. I mean, you're missing my point. <laughs> you ask for that. You're missing my point. <laughs> Not the words, bro. Women don't ask for you to kill the pussy. I think, nah, see, <laughs> I think all of I think all of society, not just men. I think in general, yes, the words we use when it comes to pussy is very violent. Like even down, there was. Most of my teenage years to tw- mid twenties was yo I killed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, not killed. Shout I out to killed, Michelle Hope. She's I a beat, very big advocate I about that. Slaughtered I, tore, it. I tore that shit I up. Tore like, that shit. Up. It's never yeah. anything loving or like affectionate. It's always all. What very is love violent. making and this fucking? But also, I've quote unquote torn that up while it was very intimate and slow and not, I which didn't tear it up. The, it was which, actually great yeah, sex and I didn't tear it up but point. then I said, yo, I tore that up, right? Yeah. It's like, which, no, you, you actually softly Wait, penetrated me till after, I came. After. <laughs> <laughs> you actually did a beautiful experience there. <laughs> no, Wait. the way you rubbed my clitoris was I've never felt clitoris. You were so gentle with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so afterwards you literally said I tore that up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the way, it's just the ref- way Yeah, it's just that. But to Damaris' point, it is weird that all the words are fucking violent. Wow, that, yeah, I'm asking if you tore it. Hey, asking a girl, y'all tore it up, right? Like, that right? is sick. You can't ask a girl no shit like that, <laughs> No, you bro. need to, and y'all You asking for a lot of you, though, most times. Because most yeah. times you didn't. No. So you're asking for a lot of you. Like, I tore it up, right? It's like asking if they came. Yeah, but you have to do it in, like, a funny way. That if she says otherwise, it's okay because you said it kind of sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> but then sometimes with the sarcasm, you'll get like a, a real answer and you'll feel good that mm. you did tear it up. Yeah. So you always gotta be like, hey, it tore it up. <laughs> They're like, mm-hmm. So what so what would <laughs> be look the at you more, walking different? She's what, walking just what are women fine. talking about amongst each other like, that, that they would love to hear men speak to uh, like in a more well, half a, half most because y'all women, want the soft life, which so we need to be more soft with our time. Most women don't even know that that's a problem. They wouldn't. They would hear it the same way you guys heard him. Like, huh? I never really paid attention to that it's because like that's it's a societal thing. It's not just yeah. a man thing. It's a societal thing. The same way we put on toxic masculinity for men and just be like, stop acting like a bitch. Stop acting like a pussy. Mm. Stop acting like a girl. Mm. Pull your skirt up. Take your tampon out. <clears throat> it's like you all. Anytime anybody has an emotions, you refer to it as a womanly thing. When yeah. all humans have emotions, and also women aren't. 
like like it, I don't know. It's just hard to explain. Mm. It's, it's weird. So it's, so the, the the phrase y'all would prefer. Uh, did you 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 would prefer for a man to ask you? Did you enjoy it? Did yes. you are you are you satisfied? Did you did you climax? If you have to ask, then you should know. The I'm just saying, but I'm just know. trying to figure yeah, out how, what would I've be a better. I've never been curious if she did or not. <laughs> I would no. I just want to know what would be a better way for a man because, like you said, it's it's very violent. Like I I beat the pussy up, I killed that pussy, or I fucked the shit out of her, and Smashing. all those other. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, yeah. We need to move into a more softer, um, soft life. I uh, like Roy said. I penetrated you slowly until the seagulls came home. I don't know something to like the that. what goes. But on? that's but that's why <laughs> this all goes full circle with women being responsible for toxic masculinity and the soft life. Yeah, because they want all these things given to them and don't want to have to work. We would have to do that, <clears throat> mm-hmm. providing she wanted to use capitalism. Mm-hmm. Let's take that example. Mm-hmm. There's no room for emotion in this capitalistic world when it comes to providing. Mm. Okay. So you're asking for a man to be vulnerable. You're asking this and that. You want to be the soft life, all this, but then you also want a man to be vulnerable, but provide. It's very hard to be be vulnerable and emotional when all day you've had to live in a capitalistic society that does not allow for emotions when it comes to success. Right. So I just don't think women. This buffet. No, y'all want the buffet life. But why do y'all think? Why do y'all think that y'all are the only ones that have to turn off your emotions in the workplace? I don't think so. I actually think women have to turn them off more. But I'm saying, as far as toxic masculinity, we're so much more okay with turning our emotions off, and we've been taught our whole lives anyway. So it is much easier for us to do so. Just don't ask me when I get home why I'm not that vulnerable when women are part of a reason for toxic masculinity. Capitalism is part of it. And you want me to succeed and provide for you. And the best way to do that in this society is not to have any emotions. Hmm. Yes, true. but if you're going to have a partner, so, you need to learn. If you're going to have a partner and on top of that, if you're going to have any type of healthy mental, which you need to have a partner, so that goes in hand in hand, you're going to have to learn to balance. But it. I don't think he means that in the sense of like a partner that he's in. Like he know, I'm pretty sure that Rory would search for a partner or any of y'all would search for a partner that they know that you're not the provider, period, of that. For sure. But but I'm going off the soft life thing, not right, my, the whole soft, my exactly. personal life. In the sense of, of again, going back to capitalism, providing for a person, that's all they're looking for. And I guess exchange to it for what? Yeah, it's just, it's very difficult to ask your partner to provide and also be extremely vulnerable when they walk into the door. When outside, if you want them to provide, they can't have that ability. Wasn't that the shit though back then? Like in the 50s, 60s, that was just kind of like the housewife and then... Yeah, and the stereotype would be a man would work his fucking brain away and then come Mm -hmm. home and take it out on his wife and beat the shit out of her because he's been turning his emotions off all day, doesn't know how to channel them. And like Damaris said, it's instead of crying, it turns to anger and anger turns to violence. Right. So he takes his entire day out on the housewife. The housewife, (laughs) right. That sucks. That's There's a a term for, for these. They're called wife beaters. All right. Because when you get home, like it's not funny, but that's that's where they come from. Mm. And in my house, we call them husband beaters. Why? Because it's funny. <laughs> I like a woman and a wife beater. A I woman don't... and wife beaters with no bra. Yes, yeah, it's oh it's, huh? uh, yeah, that's the one for me. Chef's kiss. That gets me Chef's going. Kiss when they have the husband beater on. Come beat it up, babe. Y'all Come need beat it up, babe. <laughs> Come ill, Rory. <laughs> Come beat me up. Wow, you guys are problematic. 
Oh, uh, but that, I think that that was a good conversation, and I think that all of us um, as humans can just be more aware of the, the things that we say and be more aware, be softer, be more caring, be more gentle with each other. Be I think more is. communicative as well. But yeah, talk. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 get to let's get to how we really feel about things. Let's you know have these conversations of that are awkward and make them not awkward. You know what I mean? So. Allow room for men's emotions, whether you're raising a man. Um, as far as like raising a child or whether you're in a and relationship. And men, cry in front of your women. Yeah. When Don't she comes home, just be cry. sitting on the couch and just be crying. Fuck it. And she, cause she's, she just changes whatever she was coming in the house with, whatever bullshit she was going to come at you with, it totally throws it off track. Now she's just wondering why her man is sitting at home crying. And if you can't cry, I don't know, watch Rudy right before she comes yeah. home. Oh, watch Rudy. I, I challenge you not to cry when they put him <laughs> in the game. You going. <laughs> When they I lift challenge him up. every man, I challenge every man watching or listening to this show Fair. to watch Rudy and not cry when they sub them into the game. When the groundskeeper starts doing the, the crazy yeah, oh clap, my God. Oh, it's the waterworks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. When the groundskeeper, <laughs> the waterworks is hilarious. <laughs> you can't shut it off, Rory. No, <laughs> he works so hard, man. You don't know what Rudy went through. He deserves a soft life. Rudy, Rudy deserved a soft life. He Rudy was stupid. Did. Yo, wow, dog, whoa, 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 whoa. Rudy was a dumbass. Why was Rudy a dumbass? Yo, the waterworks. <laughs> man. Oh, man. All right. It got him a degree from Notre Dame. Okay. So I guess it was worth that and cool cool pride and all that we all know the guy that, that's still living in high school and, and the waterworks is hilarious dog because it's true though like i'm you want to know why that's funny i never forget the first time i watched rudy great story great movie and it is it's a fact that when he subbed him into the game you just got emotional like and by and by the way it was at the exact time you changed the channel Yo. It, was, it wasn't a good game. It was a blowout. <laughs> yeah. Throw the subs in. Yeah. They even had to convince him to throw the subs in when it was a blowout. Yo, man. The waterworks is hilarious, man. Yeah, man. Cry in front of your girl, man. Fuck it, man. Like, I, I get Let's applaud. It should be a national... Isn't it like a, a, a thing in, like, uh, Asian countries where they have to cry? Because I've been seeing videos of, like, men just crying. But where you get I, your news from? I'm, I'm t- <laughs> no, like no, it's like somebody when like some one of the leaders of the country passes away, they have to cry. Or they you get oh, in trouble okay. for it. <laughs> well, what he's talking <laughs> about? That's called is, uh, communism. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> so we that need that North here. Korea we when, need that here. I when, think we should. I think everybody should have to cry like, <laughs> certain, like one day out of the month. I guarantee you, like it will be so much, so much good will come from that. Well, National Crying Day is June twenty fourth. But who, like, who are we crying Wait, for though? There's a National Crying Day. June twenty fourth. Oh my fucking god! I can't wait. I think what? I have that day off too. That was a what day? Uh, June twenty fourth. That's Gemini's, right? That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the, the fuck works. up, Rory. <laughs> National Crying Day. Is what, 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 what political leader will we be crying for? Uh, Joe. Do you think you guys would have stormed Drake? the Capitol if all those men like cried the day before and just kind of got their emotions out? Uh, no, I, no, I no they wouldn't. You don't that think that everyone... was su- suppressed white anger? Like, a per- like that could have just been let out, but like crying? Yeah. It's white, straight white men are under attack. Well, and no one will listen to me. <laughs> well, to be fair, we're the minority in this I, country now. I think they were crying like, when like, they what attacked. What if they just did that instead of storming the Capitol? I think they were crying when they stormed the Capitol, but Hell they yeah, had masks. White, 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 white war cry. cries. Yeah, they were. They were crying. It was a cry. They were crying for help. Ca- cautious cries. Crying for a fair vote. Like, yeah, I don't know what they were crying for. You, the caucus you know? mountain cry. 
The cock is mine. That is hilarious. Yeah, but I challenge every or any man (laughs) to watch Rudy and not cry when they subbed him in the game. Mm. It's impossible. As a man, you have... That's that's like whoever... That part of the movie, that's just man cry time. Like, ladies, just, just leave. Just leave us alone with Rudy for a minute and let us get our thoughts together. What is it? Brian's song? What's what's the other one? Brian Piccolo. Oh, I, 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 oh I, I tear up at that one. At the speech at the end? Look that one up. That's another no, football. I didn't, I, like, I didn't. I never seen that one. I was going to ask you guys what movies have made y'all tear. Or I told y'all when Raphael got jumped ah. and Ninja Turtles, I cried. Hey, Brian Piccolo. Uh, I think the, the first time I think I remember crying watching the movie, I was young was Cornbread Earl and me when they killed Cornbread. When the police killed Cornbread. Mm. I cried at that part. Titanic. Titanic? Titanic. You cried watching the Titanic? I, cr- I cried for masculinity. That door was big enough. It definitely was. It definitely <laughs> was mad space on that. <laughs> that door was definitely... I cried as a creator. I, I was, <clears throat> that was a twin size Like, who let that fit? <laughs> I've slept with two women in a college dorm bed. Yeah. Comfortably. You could have fit on that fucking door. Yeah. Jack Matter of fact, y'all could have cuddled have on the door. Yeah, Jack didn't have to die like that. No, he definitely he didn't. didn't have to go out like that. But that she was, was a piece of shit. So and then she threw the she gem was all... in the sea. Yeah, piece Bros of shit. Was Why a, that? She was a cheater. She went against her family. <clears throat> then the new dude she even betrayed, and then the took... new dude was beating her. So do you want to retract? No, I'm that? talking about her. Her husband she cheated on. Jack being the new dude, she betrayed him. She fucking left him in the freezing ocean when he could have easily climbed on that fucking door. That was a twin side. Then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, uh, once he dies, she knows how to blow a fucking whistle. Yeah, she she, she garnered <laughs> and, and, the strength yeah. to blow until they heard her. And then after all of that, instead of maybe thinking about Jack's family and like maybe he got relatives, let me just throw this fucking diamond that the whole world's looking for into the ocean. Jack's family maybe could have used a pension. Mind you, she had it the whole time and that's why they got her for it. And then she moved on and had mad kids. What a life. Jack's bones are somewhere at the bottom of the Atlantic. That shit is definitely disintegrated by now. Oh, we have to add to the conspiracy list for the episode. Uh, The Titanic did not actually sink. I looked into that one. No, I think we saw it. We saw footage of it. That was, again, Steven Spielberg. That was his version. That wasn't a documentary. Like, Leo wasn't really on the boat. No, I... No, the, the real Titanic sank. They didn't have drones no, I, at I, that time. Yeah. The real Titanic sank. Rose didn't have a GoPro on. So do you... Right. We'll save that for the conspiracy. We'll that sounds like that a great topic. I'll, I'll, to intro it, to then go to the next episode, they switched the boats and that wasn't really... No, a boat did sink, but it wasn't the Titanic. They renamed another boat the Titanic. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm, not really listen, like a, a, a I love conspiracy that like affects anyone's lives. Because everyone did die. Except for the people from the Titanic. It did, like, does it matter that it was painted Titanic or not? But yes, that wasn't the real Titanic. Got you. Uh, May 21st, Biggie's birthday. Yes. Uh, Biggie yeah, would have turned 50 uh, this past this past Saturday. Happy birthday to Biggie Smalls. Uh, so in, in honor of Biggie, uh, May, 21st has, May 21st has been named Big Day in New York City. Yes. Should have been quicker than that, but I'm happy, yeah. they, happy they did. And is St. James, is it called that. Notorious B.I.G. Way? I haven't really been over there in a while. I'm not sure. It should be, though. It definitely Fulton or St. James should be. Yeah. Um, but I heard they shut down uh, St. James on Saturday mm. between Gates and, uh, and Fulton. Dope. So, and uh, shout out to CJ. I didn't, I didn't realize CJ follows uh, the new Rory Mall page. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. with CJ at the, at the monogram. Funny, because uh, CJ, we was talking. Um, shout out to CJ Wallace, uh, Biggie's son, for those that don't know. Uh, we was at the monogram dinner. And uh, he was talking. And, I'm um, so mad I missed that old shit, man. 
and he was talking, we were talking, kicking it, and he told me that he never been to Madison Square Garden and he never been to a Yankee game. And I was blown away by that. I was like, there's no way Biggie's son has never been to Madison Square Garden. I would have never thought that. I would have never. And granted, he did grow up on the West Coast and, and in, in Atlanta, I believe. Um, so I understand he didn't spend a lot of time in New York, but still, it's like. It feels criminal. Biggie's son, that's criminal. You, Biggie's son should definitely have been to Yankee Stadium and to Madison Square Garden. He should so have I was thrown gonna, out a, a pitch or done a sweepstakes with a foul shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Something, right? Yeah. Um, so I We got to take CJ to a Yankee game. Yeah. It's funny because I was going to take him uh, Friday. Okay. I, I text him and I said, yo, what are you doing? Um, but the game got rained out one right. and he said uh, they had the, uh, the party Friday night. Uh, he said, little, oh, yeah, Kim, okay. little Kim had put together the party for a big's birthday. So he couldn't go, but I think he's still here. So I, I think I'm, I want to take him this week to a Yankee game. I've, yeah. I feel offended that Maul was sneaky linking CJ and didn't even tell me. No, we, no, we didn't link, but I, I was going to the Yankee game Friday. Mm. The monogram dinner was Monday. Mm. So I just thought about it when he said it and I was like, I'm already going to the game. I was like, nah, I got to. Biggie's son has to go to a Yankee game or at least he's a gonna Nick game. He's going to put him game. in the box? He's been to the Barclays, though. He said he's been to Barclays. I would hope so. Yeah, he's been to Barclays. He's never been to Madison His, his dad Garden. is hanging in the rafters there. I mean, I you know I told him, I was like, bro, I, Madison Square? like I went to the first, um, because when Jay did those, I think it was seven days, seven shows, Barclays, the first opening. Yeah. I went to the first night, like the first night it opened for the Jay concert. And I did love that there was no intro. Hove just played Juicy. Mm. just so Juicy could be the first record ever played at the Barclays Center. Wow. Like, I thought that was ill. That It wasn't like some fucking, like, intro, like, let's start with Juicy, then I'll get into it. No, he just, yo, just hit play. Just let Juicy rock, and yeah. this is how we're starting the Barclays Center. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that um, that is the only way you would open that building. And then after that, Big Daddy Kane came out, dancers, everything. I was like, oh, this is, this yeah. is Brooklyn. This is, it. I'm happy Hove. Gave that moment yeah. to Big and Kane and oh, get, he gets it. We know, oh, that. For sure. people say what they want about Jay, but he he pays attention to details. He understands the importance of little things like that. That means so much. Um, and I'm not really the IG guy. I just, I just saw when it said at the bottom when I clicked CJ's uh, page on Saturday because everyone was just posting a bunch of shit, mm -hmm. and I saw his followers new Rory more. Then I clicked his followers, which I don't do, and I feel weird even talking about that. CJ follows all the fucking ill weirdo alternative R and B underground artists that I do. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is like CJ knows about him. This mm -hmm. shit is, it was weird. And I thought it was ill that <clears throat> he has like a completely different taste. I'm sure, of course, he loves his like pop his dad. music. His but dad was into jazz, things that we nobody would probably ever into know. He's into some, some weirdo shit like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was dope. Yeah. So shout out to the uh, Wallace family. Shout out to, uh, you know, his kids, uh, his mom, everybody, man. Uh, that was big for them to name May 21st, big day in New York City. Um, and happy birthday to Biggie Smalls. I was mad I didn't get to, I didn't, I, I, I totally forgot that they were giving away the Metro cards mm -hmm. at certain train stations in Brooklyn uh, to commemorate Biggie's uh, 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. But then I saw the videos online. Those lines the were lines. absolutely ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I all wouldn't have waited on those lines. I would have done what I usually do. Went to the person in the front and just said, yo, listen, I'll give you $100. Yeah. I'm not waiting on this line. The line was wrapped around the inside of the station, outside of the station, down the block. No, I love big. I was, and then half of those kids were they twenty five. You weren't even alive. Like sucks. you don't even yeah. know. Type you don't know. You didn't know Elvis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like like move, that man. Get Elvis. out the way. Y'all don't even know what this is. But either way, I thought the MTA did a great job. Yeah. Excuse me of um saluting Biggie on his fiftieth birthday. I thought that was really dope. 
mad I didn't get a um, Metric card. I'm sure I'll find one online for like $1,000 that they're trying to resell them for. Oh, don't do that, Ma, because I want my kids to respect Biggie the same way I grew up to respect him the same way my dad like I want no, like no, no, I no. want that because <coughs> my kids gonna think Michael's still alive until like they're no 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 like, I get dead. that no, I get that but all the time. I don't think that's yeah. what he's saying no that's not what okay. I'm saying I listen to his music look at his videos study his lyricism and all of that his art his artistry for sure but Things like that, we know they just getting that, going to the machine, getting ten of them to flip them online. Like we they, know what that they, is. They respect the hype beast. They don't respect. Yeah, it. they don't respect. It could have been anybody's picture on there, but because it was the moment in the hype beast world, birthday. let's go do that. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's all I was all mad. Right. I was just like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. But I understand. Either way, uh, happy birthday to Biggie Smalls, who would have been fifty on uh, Saturday. Um, Diddy and Jay were on uh Spaces, Twitter Spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, to just talk about you know Biggie and his birthday and everything like that. Um, and uh, Diddy gave Jay his flowers and said, you know, he stepped up after the untimely death of Biggie and Tupac, and mm. he filled he filled their shoes is pretty much with. Do Diddy you agree with that? Uh, amongst others, <clears throat> filled his shoes. Uh, I don't think you can fill Biggie or Pac's shoes. Let me just say that I don't think that you know. I definitely know that that Jay wasn't trying to fill nobody's shoes. I think Jay was going to be Jay no matter what. Um, but I, I do understand what Diddy was saying. It's kind of like these two big pillars that we had had in our culture are gone. And you, after them, you became the guy that we looked at in the culture. Like, okay, he's one of the pillars. And mm-hmm. and for years, it's been that for Jay. He's been one of the pillars of hip hop and the com- culture, music, business. He made it real for people to understand that you can have a talent and, you know, you can have a dream and, you know, you can you can see it through. You, you can you can achieve these goals. You can be from these communities, these projects with all of this, you know, these these obstacles that, that life throws at you. You can clear these hurdles. You can get around these obstacles and you can still get to your goals and become, you know, one of the biggest people and influences in your culture. Do you I, think Hove was always going to be Hove, or do you think uh, absolutely. things would be different if Big was still alive? No. I mean, things would, yes. Things they would, would be different. Be, both, I still both think Hove would be Hove. But yeah, yeah both, I, both of those are true. Things would be different, and Jay was still going to be Jay, no matter what. I just think that his talent was undeniable. His, uh, and, but, and even to say that, because I do all, I always hate when people say that type of shit, because let's deal with what actually happened. But even... Volume one, it's not like Big died and then mm-hmm. Hove was Hove at volume one because mm-hmm. that's not he wasn't really Hove till volume two. Yeah, and I'm not saying the name, but like, yeah, that's when he took off. That's when his career uh, took off. Till Hard Knock Life, he still wasn't like some what Big was. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's not like oh Big died and then everyone's just like, well, you're the new Big, you're the new guy. Here like, you go, yeah, like, perform. Let's hear. You know, it wasn't, and I don't like when people do that. I think it's just stupid. Both, but both things are true. Yes. He did uh, Nas as well. I'm. A, I only asked because of the line in the Pusha T song. Yeah, no, That's I get it. Right, yeah, but that, but because he hears that, he hears that a lot. He's been hearing his whole career. For it's sure. like, you know, it's like I, I was gonna be me no matter what because I was always, always and only me. But um, I do understand what Diddy was saying by saying, you know, you stepped up, and um, you know, you became the guy that we all looked up to and that really pushed the culture in a whole different uh direction. I. You know, big and pop, and like just pushing forward. That's just me being a student of the game and loving the game and loving the culture and just want to push the culture forward. And I, for me, that's that was the challenge that I was faced with. And um, 
you know, that's a void. That's a big void. That ain't, yeah. you know, other, uh, others, you know, others stepped in and filled, filled it as well. Not just myself, but it was, uh, that's a big void. That's, 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 that's the two, that's the, the two pillars right there. Imagine that within, within a year. Yeah, but, six so, months, right. six months apart. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, man. It's, yo, yo, I want, I, I want to say, bro, you filled them shoes, though. You, you feel you came in and you 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 know what I'm saying so we definitely give thanks for you, you know what I'm saying because you definitely, you know came in um, and and I just know how much big, like like really looked up to Jay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? As far as like, like they looked love, up to each other, love, you know love. what I'm saying? They looked up to each other, um, and yeah, that that is crazy to have to step into the shoes of like two people. Because that's all it was, really, was those two people. And they had, like, the game. They they had things on lock. Hove was coming. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, you know, it was like these two cats was just so big. You know what I'm saying? And then so it's like to have all of that, like, you know, come on you and, and, and have that responsibility to keep this shit fly and keep the, the art of it going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I think Hove really kept the, you know, not, you know, Cove kept the art of it going and was able to take where they was at and take it, you know what I'm saying? Take it even higher. So yeah, and he, like they look. Yeah, so that was dope for uh for Diddy to say that and you know give Hove his quote unquote flowers for sure. And, and for, uh, you know after that whole traumatic losing of Fox and Big, yeah, like. <laughs> Crazy times, but Jay definitely uh became the guy, and he definitely took the culture to to new levels, and you know, like all across the board, musically, business, and right. culture, influence, and you know, just around the world and things he's doing, you know, with different organizations, and you know, now him and his wife Beyonce doing amazing things. Like it's just, you know, when you look back at it, it's just, it's like where he started, his message, and things he mm -hmm. was saying. Watching him grow and become a man and a family man and a businessman and sure. it's, it's, it's a lot. Because but at that point, with, with or without the unfortunate Biggie situation, when did Beans come? Ninety eight, ninety nine. Like Rockefeller was ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. I think Beans was ninety nine. The first one. Rockefeller mm -hmm. was in motion of yeah. being what it was, regardless yeah. of what Bad Boy was doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and and that's what Puff said. He, Jay, you know, he was definitely he was coming for sure. But um, pause. But you know, it's, I you know, feeling big in in Pac shoes is something that I don't I don't think will ever be done. But I do understand what what Diddy was saying. It's like Jay definitely you know carried that torch, and you know he became the biggest the biggest star in the culture, and and just handled himself and carried himself well throughout his entire career. Yeah, and the truth was two thousand, but I know Beans was out in ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, February two thousand was when the album came. Um, well, I ask you because I. You were what, sixteen or seventeen when, when Big, Big and Pac died? I was a little younger. I was fifteen. 14, so you 15. can obviously speak to that climate way more than the three of us can. What, yeah. what was that like as a teenager? Um, it was weird. I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember when Pac died. Um, it was like a shock to everybody because he had got shot, and then he died days later in the hospital. Mm. And then we just kind of got the news that you know he passed away in the hospital. And things like that. Um, and that was that shook everybody up, like, damn, Tupac died. Like, you know, it was it was definitely a time 
where even if you know like you know that whole east coast west coast shit that wasn't real that mm. you know people on the east coast you know we loved Pac um so that hurt us too when 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 Pac died Biggie was was different because of the way first of all it was so sudden it was you know it was it literally was like I remember going to school and I'm I'm listening I had the CD Walkman. I don't remember what I was listening to, but I had a CD Walkman. I'm on my walk into the train station. And you know how you walk past the newsstand, mm. you look at newspapers or whatever, and I think the the headline was uh, the the rise and fall of Big. And at the time, I thought Biggie may have fell because remember he had the cane. I remember, yeah, from the car accident. His leg was messed up, so I'm like, damn, Big must have fell, like, you know, like hurt himself, something. Yeah, Didn't register to, to me that they were saying that, yeah, he died. Until I got on the train... And uh, a lady had the newspaper mm-hmm. and she was reading it and she was like, it's so sad that they killed Biggie. And I'm like, what? Because you got to remember this happened in California with their mm-hmm. three hours behind. And it was late in California because they were yeah. doing like the after party. So like our time, 7.30, 8 a.m. was probably like around the time where they had probably announced it the whole in show. California. Yeah. So, you know, for us to be me, I'm walking to the train station like, I'm like, I seen the paper. I was like, well, Biggie, what? Yeah. It was the craziest shit, man. It was like, it was unbelievable. Like that, that feeling was like, and that's, that was the moment where, you know, me being young, I felt like, oh shit, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from New York. I can't go to California. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling that way. Like I can't go to California. They hate East Coast people because yeah. you, we were being fed this whole East Coast, West Coast beef thing. And then Pac is killed and then Biggie is killed in California. It could appear if you're not in the know. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> young. I'm like, like you know, I'm like, oh shit, they really don't. They hate us. Like, yeah, they, they killed Biggie over there. Like, you know, what I'm saying mm. it was just, you know, it was a, it was, it was a, a very, very, you know, me being 14, 15 years old, it was just, it was a very weird time, uh, especially when you know, we, the way we received our information and news back then was so different. Um, you didn't really know what was going on. You didn't know the ins and outs of things like that. Um, but it was, it was tough, man. You know, that was definitely something that. Affected a lot of people. I even think to this day that 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 shook up the industry uh, in a way where we really don't quite comprehend it yet. But it it changed a lot. It definitely changed a lot. I, and I, I remember when um we got the news that Nipsey had passed. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, in a in a in a weird selfish way, I remember thinking to myself, I'm so glad that this did not happen outside of his hometown. It's weird. I see what you're saying. But I was like, if this would if 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 Nip would have been taken from us and killed like this in another city, I think that would have set off violence and 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 a spree of, you know, just to bad things that I don't think anybody would have would have really been ready for because I remember what it felt like when we lost Big. And and it was a real, it was a divide. It was like mm. a real, we can't go over there. I'm 15 thinking this. I'm not going there anyway. You know what I'm saying? But I remember feeling that like, oh yeah. shit, we can't go to, to the West Coast. We can't go to California. Like they hate people from New York over there. You know what I mean? Like I really remember feeling like that. At this time, were you, were your brothers traveling like that? Like yeah. just was like a fear yeah. for you? Yeah. Cause, cause but I was young. I was, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was still young. I was 14, 15 years old, but you know, they were that they, they cause I think they had a, they used to do like, I think a ski trip. Or like they used to do something around that time where they was like, they were like out of town somewhere doing something. I don't know if they had like a, uh, it was a ski trip or some type of trip where, you know, I used to do like bus rides mm-hmm. and go somewhere. Of course. And I remember they had to come back. 
once they got the news that 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 big had died, I remember they had to come back to the city. And um it was it was it was crazy, man. It was it was definitely a a real the energy over the over the city was very, very like you could tell that everybody felt that. Because mm. older people love big, younger people love big. You know what I'm saying? He was such a pillar in his community. He was a, a face in his community. Everybody watched him grow up. So you really felt like you was losing one of your own. You know what I mean? And it was just, you know, it's crazy how years later, and I always say like nothing is new under the sun. Like, you know, we've we continue to lose so many people in our culture where it's, you almost become numb to it and you expect it. It's fucked up. But when people say things like, damn, you know, Pop Smoke was so young and, you know, Nipsey was so young and these things. I'm like, well, Pac and Big was only 23, 24. Which I, I, you know, 25 years old, maybe. And, you know, it's like they were young, too. These were young men. I've, I've said because, you know, Pac and Big at my age were like, you know, like these figures that because I was six and seven when they both died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or six when they both died. Mm-hmm. I view them more as like these gods, like they yeah. weren't real people yeah. type of shit. So when I got to 24 years old and then 25 years old is when it finally hit me like, wait, Big and Pac were kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wait, Big died at 24? Yeah. I feel like a child at 24. Yeah. Like these were children. Because, you know, when you have that in your brain of them being like these these rap gods that you never really saw in the flesh or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have in your head that they're older, the way you look at older people. Yeah. And then you get to that age and it's like, oh, Pac was just a 25-year-old wilding in Vegas the same way I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's shit is they were, weird. They were young. They were young, man. They were young. They just had a lot of responsibilities on their they shoulders. Did, did a whole lot. Did a, they did a whole <laughs> lot in a short time. That's why they're so legendary and so- Both way more intellectual than- oh. Absolutely. I, just, or most 24 or 25 year olds I know. Yeah, like, and that's, that's what's crazy about it too, I think. Yeah, you're talking about, you know, all those years ago in the 90s. I think a 24, 25 year old in the 90s is different from a 24, 20, especially in the way Probably. the world has changed. Yeah. And, you know, like just what goes on in the world now. It, it was a difference. It was more, you felt a lot older. You carried yourself a lot more maturely. <laughs> and the and things a lot they, older. Were, they were talking about, yeah, just it felt as I was getting older that these were just older brains yeah. like these were people that were way more mature had lived a long life to be able to have this perspective and this type of intellect that's why it was so weird when i turned 24 like oh wow big died at 24 yeah i'm stupid yeah <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's you know it's, it's fucked up that you know again so many years later we still see it happening uh you know whether we losing them to you know the hands of violence or to you know the justice system mm. It's um, it's just, it's still like, you know, it's it's fucked up to see our young uh, people in our culture still going through a lot of these things and still falling victim to a lot of the bullshit that we like to glorify a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? But um, happy birthday to Biggie Smalls. Happy 50th birthday yeah. to Biggie Smalls. Uh, prayers and condolences still and always to the Wallace family. All right, yeah, I don't want to end on a sour note, but... I don't think it's a sour one, man. I'm glad well, I'm glad everyone can still celebrate Big's life. So, so absolutely, as we should celebrate all of our heroes in our culture, celebrate everybody that has a part in a hand in building this hip hop culture. Um and we'll, we'll go to the Yankee game with CJ. I would like to have CJ on the pod, not even on some biggie shit. Oh no, like, we definitely just, definitely want to do yeah. something with CJ. Gotta gotta do something with CJ. I think that it's only right. Um shout out to Rick Ross. He had his car show in um in Atlanta. Over the um over the weekend, I saw a lot of people was down there, brought their cars out. 
If I would have known, I would have brought the Mozzie. I started to tell you we should we should have brought the Mozzie down to uh down to the the promise. That'd land, be a that'd be call a great. This, I mean, even though Flex is a weirdo to me now after that little comment shit he did about me, but the Flex car show does that still happen? I'll definitely pull the Mazda not, up to the Flex car show. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> it, I think so. Just because I don't think the Mazda could make it down to Atlanta. It can make it to nah, the Bronx, we gotta though. Nah, we got to ship the Mazda down. Yo, shipping the Mazda. Yeah, no, nah, we put the Mazda on the flatbed, ship it down to Atlanta. There you go. The same way Pimp C did for yeah, the Big Pimp video. Knock on Ross Gate like, yo, <laughs> listen. bought a toy down here, just put it on the lot. Brought a toy down here. Yeah, we bought a toy down here, put it on the lot. toy in the actual <laughs> definition of it. <laughs> put it on the lot. Yo, put it right there next to the 72, whatever that is. Like, put it right there. The Mazda oh, I tried right to there. take the Mazda and come see you, man. Rory hid the keys from me. I yeah, took him living. Go crazy, going crazy. In the you Miami. couldn't even keep the soap in the yeah the, the right. container. That was mad. Lo- whatever. Yeah, you would have had a, a side view mirror missing and all kinds yeah. of shit. I'm the actually Miami. a very good driver, contrary to popular women can't drive. Believe. No, I know a lot of women that can drive, yeah. but I just again, I, I don't care. I know it sounds. I just hate when female Uber drivers pick me up. I don't. And it's just funny just to say y'all can't drive. Well, why? Why again? I just don't like being chauffeured by a woman. Sitting in the back seat while a woman. It just feels crazy to me. Like I want to, if I you let me sit in the front shotgun with you all day. Oh, we're right out. Yeah, all day. But me sitting in the back and like watching a woman follow directions, dropping me off somewhere, it's just crazy to me. Like I, I don't want to. You know what I mean? It's well, just, old school, so I get it. Yeah, just it's just a little weird. Not saying that women can't. I know some great women that drive better. I know a lot of men that can't drive. Yes, I know oh a lot of God. really really good female drivers. Females, Which, are, y'all a little more heavy on that foot though, like hitting them turns. Y'all be living dangerous on them turns. I ain't gonna lie well, to you. Well, I learned how to drive from need for speed, so I know to brake well, before we need I to, hit yeah, zones, like, and then you drive you into the learn, corner. You shouldn't learn yeah, to drive sure. from need for speed. Grand Theft Auto shouldn't be Let's here, just put yeah. that out there. You shouldn't <laughs> unlearn that. Um, and I hate to ruin all the progress and maturity we made from this episode, but if you a man you can't drive, you mad pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been another episode of and New this, Rory And this Mall. has been another episode of New Rory Mall. I'm all that Rory. Uh, he thinks you're a pussy if you don't know how to drive and you're a man. Yeah, well, or you're not a man. You're less of a man. You guys know how to drive Knock stick? Hmm? Hey, yo. Pause, but yeah. And on that note, we will talk to y'all in a few days. Y'all be blessed. Stay safe. Stream your favorite artists. Support your favorite artists. Support your favorite podcasters. Get tickets to the Roots Picnic if you haven't gotten them. It's going to be a great, great weekend in Philadelphia. Shout out to the Roots. Shout out to everybody touching the stage that weekend. Um, yeah, everybody be safe. Have a great week. Weather's warming up in New York. Get out there, have some fun, spend some money, do some save some calling. money if you can. Don't hit the call. gym. Cat call. Um, cat call these men. Oh. Hey yo, shorty in the gray shorts. Yeah, you. What's up? Uh, I will fuck ask you Eden, too, then. Oh, I will ask Eden before uh, we sign off. How does it feel that you spoke to, have a selfie with, and put your hand over your heart for the future president of the United States? I feel great. I love Lo- this Logan Paul has announced he will be running for office for the U.S. presidency. Oh. And his vice president will be his brother Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, Eden will be what secretary, sec, 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 sec. head of head of head of <laughs> the mail office in the White House. I don't know. I'll be secretary. I'll be a mail boy. Sec, sec, yeah. Shit, they make more money than us. <laughs> <laughs> we have a uh, we have um. Imagine Eden as your press secretary. We, oh my god! Yell. First of all, why does that? Well, why? What's wrong with that? No, Eden, you could be like head of like. The pick like the photo department. You can take like a bunch of pictures around. I thought he said pig. Yeah, no, like no. You You could edit their TikToks from the Oval Office. Yeah, you could do that because you know that you know they're gonna be the first presidents on TikTok. You know that, so you can you can you can run that department, head of social media marketing, something Mm -hmm. like that. They got to make up a new a new term for you, but I think you would be great for the job. DC was giving me Olivia Pope vibes. Like I was ready to like. 
get into like they spent politics. one week in the DC they and now did. they want to be. You know what? This has been another episode of New and Rory you saw and Maul. Never mind. We'll uh, leave do it. Don't do it. Listen, man. Enjoy y'all week. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. We'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace. No. no, no, no.